This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man, how the heck are you? Happy Monday. It is January 9th. 2023. I said 2023. That sounds so weird to say it. It does. On the Monty Show, presented by our good friends at the Advocates, UtahAdvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business. And hey, listen, no matter where you're listening to this show, on Spotify, on YouTube, it doesn't matter. Get to the Advocates.com. Hello to everybody in Phoenix. That's right. The Advocates now have an office in Arizona, Idaho, Utah, you name it. They got you covered. You never come out of pocket. No big consultation fees. No retainers. You don't pay the advocates until they win your case. Chat with a hello, an attorney online live right now, theadvocates.com. The Utah Jazz versus Jordan Clarkson. A battle to the contract death. Right. Should the Utah Jazz extend Jordan Clarkson? Is Jordan Clarkson a guy that when you're looking at a salary cap where you could imagine paying JC $20 million a year? I said $20 million a year. Yeah. That is is nothing to cough at. Right. Thank you. Uh, I'm not paying Jordan Clarkson $20 million a year, and let's get right into it here on the Monty Show. By the way, huge announcement Coming at 7.15, you don't want to miss that. Um, Jordan Clarkson for $20 million a year. There's a lot of conversation around this because obviously Jordan Clarkson's a heck of a basketball player. He's been somebody that's been critically important to this Utah Jazz team, but at what price? And really what this comes down to is Jordan Clarkson wants to be a starter and wants to be paid like a starter, and he'd like upwards of $20 million per season on a minimum of a three-year deal. Jake, are you doing that? No, I mean, I, I think for this Jazz team, you can't do it. I, I, I don't think that Jordan is worth it. I think that he's been a great guy for the organization, but I don't think that that means that you should overpay him or overcommit to him. And, and the reason I say that is because there's a bigger picture here that you're working on that is more important than one guy. And this is why I've continued to say I don't understand why we get the Ryan Smith tweets about certain players or like we get any kind of commitment to anybody because that's not how the NBA works. The NBA is a business. The NBA is a cold-blooded thing. Like, hey, if you want to be a starter and you want to be paid $20 million, then inherently you don't want to be a Utah Jazz man, and that's fine. But to me, what this signals is they need to trade Jordan Clarkson. You need to move him before this year's over so that he doesn't just walk away with you getting nothing. That's what I think the real conundrum here is. And that's where I say, okay, you're in a good place because Danny Ainge is a business guy. Danny Ainge isn't Mr. Hey, your name is Joe Ingles or your name is Jordan Clarkson. So that means you're exempt from being traded. Like he's not that guy. He is the guy that says, all right, we're going to make it known that Jordan's available. People are going to call and we're going to do a deal. I mean, that's just what it is. And so to me, I don't think there's any place in this organization to be paying Jordan Clarkson 20 a year and extending him, what, probably at least two years, if not a third-year option? Oh, I, I think the Jazz would have to give Jordan Clarkson three years. And at this point, 
the Utah Jazz giving Jordan Clarkson three years and $60 million minimum, and you're probably $66, $68 million at the end of the day on a deal like that, I don't know how you do that. Not where you are now, not at this space and time. And and again, this is this is no indictment on what Jordan Clarkson means to the Utah Jazz. I'm not saying that Jordan Clarkson's bad for the Utah Jazz or that he's a bad player, but where the Utah Jazz are at this space and time, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to overpay to keep Jordan Clarkson. Now, obviously the issue is that he he is he's got some freedom coming up and I think Jordan Clarkson Wants to go to NBA free agency. I think that's a big part of it as well. And clearly Jordan Clarkson wants to win. And I don't I don't for a minute believe that the Utah Jazz are going to go long-term without winning. I don't. But it's probably this year and next year where you're not competing for an NBA championship. Mm-hmm. And if I'm Jordan Clarkson, he's 30 years old now. He's on the wrong side of 30, Jake. I don't know how patient he can be. No, I don't think he can be patient. That's why I say this doesn't have to turn into some like personal thing. This doesn't have to turn into some dramatic like, oh, it's Jordan Clarkson fighting the Utah Jazz. He's squaring up against Danny Ainge in the front office, in his office. No, that's not what this is. This is business. A player wants to be played a certain amount or wants to be paid a certain amount. And the Jazz, that doesn't fit into the Jazz structure. And that's why I say... I know that Jordan Clarkson is beloved by everyone. I know that that everybody loved Jordan Clarkson squaring up against against you know Bain last night, and and he's a tough guy. Which, which like, by the way, I thought was pretty ridiculous. Yeah. And, and it, it, at some point, if you're the Jazz and Jordan Clarkson, and and this is very very reminiscent of Rudy Gobert. Yeah. You got to stop this because you, nobody is scared of Jordan Clarkson. That was a ridiculous. Ridiculous foul on Desmond Bain. I have no idea what Jordan was thinking there. By the way, this is a team that's now lost seven of eight games. They're a game out of a playoff spot in the Western Conference. Like, all signs are pointing in the wrong direction if you're the Jazz. And then Jordan Clarkson comes out of the box, slams Bain upside his dome, gets ejected for it. Like, it was just really dumb. Catch me outside. How about that? It was really not not smart. And. This is what the second time this year he's done the hey you want to throw let me bow up to you thing. Yeah. Come on, Jason, yeah. be better Real than that. Real tough guy, Jordan. Be better than that. And the hard part about this is the Jazz are losing games in ugly fashion. You're losing games that you should probably win, and you have 21 turnovers last night. And it just and Jordan's part of that, obviously. But this team should be winning more games than they're winning, mm-hmm. and. It, it, it's just this stretch of the season where you're just trying to get to the all-star break now. Yeah. Like you're just trying to manage yourselves so that you don't lose 15 out of 20, well, and I also 15 think out of 18. This dynamic where Jordan Clarkson knows his value and knows that he's one of the best players on this team. And so he probably feels like he can do kind of whatever he wants to do. Uh, obviously there's a line with everything, but like that's like Jordan is just, I don't know. I'm just over the tough guy thing in Utah. There hasn't been a guy wearing a jazz uniform who's been a tough guy in I don't know how long. You know, like, Jordan Clarkson's not a tough guy. Rudy wasn't a tough guy. Like, you're not... It's just... That's just not who this team is, with all due respect. So, But even more than that, you can't get ejected there. This team needs Jordan Clarkson if they are to win games. Yeah. You have to understand who you are and where you are. And, but no and, one's going to disrespect well, me... But nobody was disrespecting you. 
You slammed Bane upside the, the dome, bro. What did you think they were going to do? I'm not afraid to die. Like, it was just a really bad foul. But having said that, Desmond Bane getting inside of people's heads, man. That's yeah. what that guy does so well. Yeah. And if you're Jordan Clarkson, you got to know that. You got to know that and you got to respect that. It was just a... It was a surprising lapse. Mm -hmm. It was a surprising lapse. And that, I don't know that, why. You know what I think is funny? Like, so Draymond Green's the guy that everyone likes to criticize. Oh, well, Draymond just likes to pick fights, and Draymond likes to cause drama. And right, Draymond's right. Mr. Technical Foul in the NBA. But you have the same behavior here now, right? Like, it is the same behavior. Like, Jordan Clarkson, I don't buy for a second that Jordan Clarkson didn't know what he was doing. No. Jordan Clarkson knew what he was doing and wanted to pick up a technical in that situation. Or I guess that'd be a flagrant in that situation. You know, like, you you knew what you were doing. So that's why I say I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, like, he was a real tough guy. Like, I just think that that's the wrong behavior to be displaying on this team. What happened to Jordan Clarkson's a leader, and he's... He's some somebody that everyone should look up to, and like he's this great guy, and they rewarded him with a starter's role. This is what happens when you start guys who shouldn't start. They get a little too high on their horse. They demand more money, and you wind up trading them. And that's why I say yeah. you can't give in to Jordan Clarkson-type guy trade uh, 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 demands. This is Tyler Hero, right? This is the Tyler Hero issue. It's the same thing. So... That's why I say I'm just tired of tough guy act around here. So where do you guys all come down on this? I would love to, to hear from you on a Jordan Clarkson extension here on the Monty Show presented by the Advocates, UtahAdvocates.com. I'm curious where you guys are with this. Uh, so in the comments right now, are you willing to pay Jordan Clarkson 20 plus million dollars a year? That's a huge amount of money. Um, so... Drop your thoughts in the comments, and we'll read all those comments after this from The Advocates. We got stuck in traffic at a construction zone, and I got rear-ended at 80 miles an hour, so I needed help. They just stepped in and pretty much took care of everything. If you're in a motor vehicle accident or situation, call The Advocates. Utah, your best injury attorneys are The Advocates. Theadvocates.com. Make sure you hit them up online. You can talk with an attorney 24-7 at theadvocates.com. All right, let's get your thoughts in here. Uh, where you at? First one in this morning is San Diego State Aztec. What's uh, up, my guy? Good to talk to you. He's a member of the show. That means he pays $9.99 a month. He gets access to what has been a blast, by yes, the way. Yes, absolutely incredible. Our member-exclusive Instagram conversation group, uh, watching football yesterday, watching the jazz game. I mean, we have just had so much fun chatting with all of our members. So it's been four days. Since we rolled out memberships, right? We rolled them out on Thursday. In those four days, you already got uh, uh, trade, behind, you know, insider information, sourced information in the membership only group. You've gotten two videos so far. You're going to get a couple of things this week that the public's not going to get until next week. Like, I'm telling you guys, join the group. I know it's $9.99 a month. I know it's another Netflix subscription. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it's worth your but time. But, dude, the announcement we're going to make in the exclusive member group today. It's cash. And today is the first day that we are going to give something away in the membership group only to those in that group. Yep. It is access to a really big deal. We're going to cut a video and announce that today. And in that video, we will announce... Uh, our first member exclusive prize. And let's just say it's not a game console, okay? No. Let's just say it's something no. much bigger than that. 
Um, That's yeah, a big it's, deal. It's a big deal. It is a yeah. big, big deal. Um, so we will do that video after the show. Hit the join button. Um, again, I can get you a link to do that as well. Um, because I know that there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of people, um, you know, on mobile and sometimes it can be difficult. I'll pop a link in there for you, yeah. but yeah, join the, uh, join the member exclusive, uh, club. It's nine 99 a month. You get an every single day, you get a uh, member exclusive video right here on YouTube. And you also get access to our, um, member exclusive, uh, Instagram chat, which has been I, amazing. Yeah. I don't think anybody that is a member. And if you guys want to drop comments, I don't think anybody that's a member would even questions whether or not, uh, it's worth the nine ninety nine. It has been, it has been so good. It has been so good to have everybody in there and San Diego state Aztec. Who's our first comment this morning? Uh, absolutely has been a big part of that group. So it's great chatting with you guys. So uh, good to see you, Aztec. Uh, good to see you, little Jizzy. Uh, says Gluck Luck 5000. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's your brand. We get it. Gage Carter, my guy. Good morning. Sorry I missed the show last week. It was a hectic week. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Got a new week. Salty Drunk, member of the show. Good morning to you. What's up, uh, Carl Loveless? Good to see you. Hope you're not loveless for long. Talking with Raphael Podcast on PBS. Says, good morning, casuals. What's up? Giggity, what's up? Uh, Hibbs says, shout out to Tyler Algier and Jamal Williams, both setting team records yesterday. How about Swag beating the Packers last night? Hell yeah. The most Hell touchdowns, yeah. rushing touchdowns in a season in the history of the Detroit Lions, and that includes one Barry Sanders. Now he has oh, an extra real? game to do it. Okay, totally cool. But a record's a record. A record's a record. Uh, what do you guys think about... Um, Ooh, Kyle A says, good morning, fellas from Disneyland. Let's go. Let's Kyle, go. who's a member, is at Disneyland. How the heck are you? Good to see you, friend. Um, what's the uh, San Diego State says, what's the membership now? It's up to 26. Uh, pretty respectable number. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Very happy about that. Um, you know, uh, but San Diego State says, no dice on an extension. I agree. Funky Orion says, 20 million for JC. Nope, too much. Don't disagree with that. Um, Jake, please don't put anybody in the same breath as Draymond Green. I, I mean, how can you? He's a legend. Well, he's he, getting paid more than $20 million. I would dare say people on this show do not like Draymond Green. <laughs> there is very little love or even respect for Draymond. Uh -huh. You know. Uh, what's up, Mike Maples? Good to see you. D-Rock, how the heck are you? Good morning, everyone. NFL coaches, beware of Black Monday. Seriously. Well, I don't know why it's got to be a racial thing, D-Rock. But in my opinion, yeah, today's... He, see, right, what, he said, right, you right. Know. Um, <coughs> I think today's a very difficult day. If you didn't see it, Lovey Smith fired moments after the game last night. Uh, Lovey is out. The Browns fired their defensive coordinator. Cliffy's got a meeting with the owner. Uh, Mr. Bidwell. Sean McVay's on uh, fire watch. I think Sean McVay's on, on resign watch. That's well, what I resign. think. Resign. Yeah. Th well, I don't think the Rams would fire him. I think they had a very, it's very difficult to repeat. This is the LA Rams had the worst season by a Super Bowl champion ever. Yeah. A season following a Super Bowl championship. But you also had a lot of Ever. injuries. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm not on I'm not necessarily on the fire McVay train. I am not I, either. I think that he deserves another opportunity. I believe that Sean McVay very likely, very likely 
will take a year off. I think he'll resign, and I think he will take a year off, but that's just my opinion. Court McMullen, what's up, my guy? He says, Clarkson and Conley should both be traded by the deadline. Don't disagree with that. Uh, Richard McDonald, Filipino genius, or Jesus. Right, right. Jordan Clarkson is beloved in the Philippines. Beloved in the Philippines. Uh, let's see. Anton, who's a member, says Laurie is getting paid $16.5 million a year. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing with Jordan's deal. Jordan's making 13.5 this year, and I want to say it's 14.5. I have his numbers right here. Uh, he's due for 14.2 on a player option next year, which, let's be honest, Jordan's opting out of that deal. Right. Like he's He is not going to play <laughs> yeah. on that deal. Yeah. But as a six-man, 17, 15 to $17 million in this league's not a lot. Paying Jordan Clarkson to be a starter at 20, 22 million a year is too much. I just can't see doing that. Yeah. I can't see doing it. That's just me, though. Uh, Troy Cushing, uh, who is a member. Thank you, Troy. Uh, Morning, Monty and Jake. Do you think Jordan's decision not to sign is because they are doing, uh, they are going to trade? Um, I don't think so. I think, I think Jordan Clarkson, if you offered him, $66, $68 million over three years, he'd sign a deal today. But the Jazz are not going to do that. Because again, I just, I ask you as a Jazz fan, and if you're a Jordan Clarkson fan, and I know there are a lot of Jordan Clarkson fans that watch this show, uh, I think we have seven something percent of our viewership is in the Philippines for a very obvious reason. <clears throat> ask yourself this question. If you're a championship team, if you are the Boston Celtics, if you are the Denver Nuggets, if you are the whoever, is Jordan Clarkson going to Milwaukee and being a starting two guard? No, he's probably not. He's not starting over Chris Middleton. Is Jordan Clarkson going to the Golden State Warriors as a starter? No, he's not. He's not starting over Wiggins. Like you, you. If we're truth telling on this show, yeah, and this is the truth, and in. Salt Lake City Sports Talk. Jordan Clarkson's not a starter on a championship caliber team. He's not. He is a wonderful contributor as a six man. And is he worth $20 million a year? Not on my team, he's not. I'm willing to pay him 17, 18 max. But if you look at what that is, that's six to eight million dollars over the life of contract. That's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. That is a lot of money. That is a role player. That is depth. That is you know, $8 million I can put into a free agent deal, $8 million of cap space more to help me be flexible and trade for a stud. Like that's a lot of money in terms of, of flexibility for an NBA team, especially a team like the Jazz that's been pushing or over the luxury tax limit for the last several years. You're trying to get your financial house in order. You don't get in financial order by overpaying the first contract you write. I just can't see doing that, especially when Larry Markkinen is on such a very team-friendly deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that Jordan just, you have to understand your value. I mean, yes. I, I, I think it's not too harsh to say he wouldn't start on a championship team. He just wouldn't. And I think that if you're Jordan Clarkson, your perspective has to be that you're on a bad team and you have to make a decision. Do I want to get the bag and play on a crap team or do I want to win championships? And either way, it's fine because as a six-man... You're essentially just a paid assassin, right? You're paid to get buckets. That's it. Like, you don't have to worry about playing elite defense. You don't have to worry about being a team guy. Like, just come off the bench and put the ball in the hole and then go take a seat and don't be a problem. That's it. It's not that hard, man. And to me, 
I just think that that's what Jordan does. That's his game. And and yeah. it is frustrating to to watch Jordan regularly drive into the paint and turn it over. It's frustrating to watch him brick threes and then make a bunch of threes. Like he go like he's just such a hot and cold player. That's the hard part. So to me, I would trade him. I don't have any dog in this fight. Like I just would ship him out. Get some value back. I don't know what that looks like. Danny's going to have to figure that out. But get some value back and move on with your life. But again, I what I what I say about this is 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 this not the perfect situation to make a John Collins trade? Is this not the perfect situation where, you know, if you're the Phoenix Suns and you can end up with Jordan Clarkson, would you rather have Jordan Clarkson or Malik Beasley? I think that's a lot more difficult of an answer than one would think. Mm -hmm. Because the knee-jerk reaction is to say, well, I'd rather have Jordan Clarkson. Well, yeah, not so fast, my friends. I don't know that I can, can say that. You're going to make it over there? It's early. I don't know that I can say that. Yeah. I think there's a lot of value in, if you're a championship contender, I think the three-point percentage, I think the mid-range game that comes with Malik Beasley, but I also think the emotional composure that comes with Malik Beasley is a hell of a lot more valuable in game five of a of an NBA Finals than what you're going to get from Jordan Clarkson. Now, I agree with that 100%, and I think that that's a question if you're a postseason team you have to ask. I, I mean, emotions with... No, you're going to make it over there? You're going to make it over there? What are you talking I'm just popping a Schlitz, bro. Right, a Schlitz, about? right. Well, you're not even gonna you're not even gonna slurp it for us. There you go. See? Slurp what? There you go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just trying to contribute to the ball club. Coach. Right, right. I think the emotional composure piece is a huge problem for Jordan Clarkson. That's just me. Um, I don't pretend that Jordan Clarkson is you know some huge problem for this club because I don't think he is. Right. I think Jordan Clarkson's a wonderful contributor to this team. But this is a team that's not in contention in any way, shape, or form. The Utah Jazz, I don't know how many people realize this, the Utah Jazz are out of a playoff spot by a game now. Mm -hmm. They have lost seven of eight. Um, you know, you have a guy in Donnie and the Cavs coming in that you're probably going to lose eight of nine mm -hmm. after tomorrow night, which, by the way, I, and it should be pointed out, today is National Austin Day. Right. Which means hey if your name is Austin, today is your holiday. Right. But Austin Napierski plus one, Jake and I are going to the Jazz game tomorrow night. Right. And Austin, by the way, seems to be a very, a very smart, level-headed individual because uh -huh. he said he's going to get a sweatshirt, not a jersey. There you go. See, he gets it. You know. Uh, but Austin won our Utah Jazz plus one com contest when we got to nine thousand subs. We appreciate that. But you know, at the end of the day, this is not a championship caliber team right now. And if we're truth telling. You, you are in a rebuild mode. There's no doubt about that. I want to see far more from Nikhil Alexander-Walker the rest of the year. I want to know what I have in, you know, and Nikhil just happens to play a very similar spot as Jordan. That's why I use him. Right. I want to know what I have in Nikhil much more because I already know what I have in Jordan. I am not saying you trade Jordan Gold because he sucks. Right. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the Utah Jazz should trade Jordan Clarkson because I believe he can get you a first-round pick. Yeah, that's why I would trade him. I believe that guys like Malik Beasley and Jordan Clarkson are incredibly valuable when it comes to to trading for draft capital. And if I can get a John Collins and Phoenix can wind up with a Beasley, uh, you know, in a Vando, and you know, you're looking at you know a, a situation where you got to include a 
a Jordan Clarkson and a THT or a Malik Beasley, I'm happy to do that. Right. I'm happy to do that. I am happy to do that instead of overpaying Jordan Clarkson on the wrong side of 30 when I'm trying to contend for a championship in two years. Come on, man. That's just not smart business. Yeah. And I think Jazz fans in particular as a, as a fan base have trouble separating those emotions. We saw this all through the Donnie and, and, and Rudy deals. Yeah. Where you couldn't separate emotion to understand the Rudy Gobert trade is is likely a felony if Danny Ainge is wearing a mask and a gun because of Keep the level, the, the absolute level of theft yes. that was perpetrated against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes. And I turn around and I look at the Cavs trade, and while it wasn't the the absolute heist that the, the Rudy deal was, they got a boatload for Don. That's right, T. So... You're in a position now where you're a game out of a playoff spot. Yeah. Are we trying to emotionally connect to a player? Are we trying to get everything we can get to win a championship in the next five years? I just don't, I don't understand why it's got to be like that. If I'm being really honest, like, I don't, I don't think that, that emotionally connecting to players during a rebuild is smart business. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like it's a transient situation you're in, right? You're not in, Hey, we got five guys and we're going on a three year championship right. window, dude. That's you're, right. you're in a position where you're signing guys, you're trading guys, you're moving guys. So I'm, I'm just telling you as a jazz fan, don't get so invested. They're like, damn, we traded Jordan or damn, we traded Beasley or Vando hey, hey, or whatever. Hey, it's bees. Bees. Sorry, it's bees. bro. Damn. On the broadcast where they use all the cool hip names that we're not privy to, it's bees. Whoever came up with that shit need to be fired. Come on, bro. I think it was Jake damn. Gordon who came up with bees and is now a member of the show. Let's hey, go. let's go, Jake Gordon. Let's go. My Welcome. guy, appreciate that, man. Welcome to the club. Appreciate you and A. Look back to Maples. back. Look at Maples. Mike Maples in the hizzy. Go. Let's go, Maples. Good to see you, buddy. Appreciate that. It is so flattering that now 30 of you just about have decided to support our show every month. Yeah. Like that is, that's unbelievable. And please don't forget to DM me, SLC Jake, so I can add you to the Instagram group. If you want to be, obviously you don't want to be, that's fine. But that's a big part of, of the membership, like being able to interact yeah. with us and having offline com like that's a big part of it. So and, I would encourage you. And again, we've had great convert. The Instagram group is unbelievable. Yeah, it is. It is just so yeah, much Yeah, We had a conversation fun. last night in the group about like what we're doing this week and what we're trying to accomplish and like. We were talking about Sunday night football and Aaron Rodgers and... choking on a D like it was amazing. <laughs> I don't believe that was said in that group. But anyway, the point is, yeah, the group has been so much fun. So to get into the exclusive Monty Only Members group on Instagram, A, you must join the show. Uh, and what that means is you click that join link I put in the comments. Um, you hook it up for $9.99 a month and then you DM Jake. And he will put you into the Instagram-only members group. So welcome to uh, Mike Maples and Jake Gordon, our two newest members. Uh, Jake said, also just acquired my Monty membership. Let's Damn right go. you did. Let's go, Let's Jake. Go. Appreciate you. Uh, Anton says, what do you guys think of the Suns ATM uh, at the moment? At the moment. Uh, just imagine if they drafted Tyrese Halliburton instead of Jalen Smith. And by the way, Jalen Smith has turned into a nice little contributor in this league. Yeah. Uh, but you're exactly right. Can you imagine um, Tyrese Halliburton on the Suns? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think the what Lord. if game is the bane of everyone's existence. You know, what if this? What if that? Well, what if you the Jazz I mean? had drafted? What if the Jazz, Jazz had drafted Desmond Bain instead, yeah. which they had access to? Or what to. if the Jazz had drafted Devin Booker? Oh, I don't know. Maybe that would have worked out a little differently. But the point yeah. is, is that is that yeah, the Suns, the Suns are in a position where 
they they have expectations. There's no way around it. And the problem is they're in this weird place where if you wind the clocks back, the Aiton and Monty Williams thing happened where they had that beef because because Aiton didn't play the last playoff game. And now the Sarver thing came out and he still hasn't sold the team. So now you got to run all your trades by him and he's got to sign yeah, off the on Suns, that. The Phoenix you know Suns I mean? are in this weird little yeah. place. And this if I'm if I'm Devin schism. Booker, if I'm Devin Booker, I see LeBron, you know, imprisoned on an awful Lakers roster. And I'm like, dude, I need to get there. I need to help LeBron win two more rings, and then those will be my first two rings, and we'll ride off into the sunset. Yeah, I totally agree. I I just think the LeBron comments over the weekend, that interview he did with Dave McMenamin. Which we got to talk about, yeah. Yeah, and I also think he said this losing thing is killing me. We'll talk about all that uh, coming up in a bit. All of our Utah Jazz talk and NBA talk on this show is presented by Quick Quack Car Wash. You're seeing them all over the valley, a major expansion um, in the in our communities here in Utah, Quick Quack Car Wash, those are all owned by individual entrepreneurs who are building something great in their lives. That's why you support Quick Quack Car Wash. That's why we work with them because they're local businesses. And, oh, by the way, they do a great job. You already know at Quick Quack Car Wash, when you go there, you deal with really cool people. You don't deal with a, a machine where you got to reach for your credit card. No. Dude, somebody, guy walks up to your car, he's wearing a tie, he's got a smile on his face, it's professional, it's cordial. And by the way, bring the kids to Quick Quack Car Wash because it's fun. They've got a bunch of different lights, they've got all kinds of different colors, and it's a really fun experience at Quick Quack Car Wash, and you're in and out of there in five minutes. That's what I love about it. Quick Quack Car Wash presents all of our Utah Jazz and NBA talk on the show. Hey, how about Court McMullen joining the Let's show? Go. Let's go. Keep that chime going, baby. Let's go. Court McMullen on the program. Appreciate Good to you. see you. Appreciate uh, Court you. says uh, Jazz fans continually long for a player to be able to invest in for 15 years, like the good old days of Stockton and Malone. Well, you're not wrong about that. You're not wrong about that. Uh, Court also says also the best nickname for Beasley is Beasles. Okay. Is that his nickname? Bees- Are Beasles? they calling him Beasles? Is that what that Beasles? Okay. What a, what's a good nickname for, for Malik Beasley? The Beesinator? Beesorific? Beesless. That sounds oddly awkward. Beesless. No, let's... We don't need to do that. Uh, let's see. Uh, D-Rock says, congratulations to the 2022 FCS National Champion, South Dakota State. It was the <laughs> Jackrabbits. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Okay. Uh, Jake Gordon says, whoa, Monty, don't throw me under the bus like that. What do you mean? What do you mean? How to throw you under the bus? San Diego State says, Monty's life hacks in the membership group are great too. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Troy Cushing uh, says, hey, can I get uh, the Instagram uh, from Jake to join? Thanks, Jake. Yeah, absolutely. DM Jake, SLC Jake. Yeah, that's me. On Twitter and yeah. Instagram. And by the way, follow me too, you hacks. Yeah, you hacks. You can I find me. I need 1,000 followers. You, can, you still don't have that? No. Really? I'm not official. You, yeah, I mean, people, well, I think it's just that people don't like you. I have 963. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm slacking, bro. Follow Jake slacking. on Twitter and Insta, SLC Jake. Yeah. If you're if you joined, if you are a member, an exclusive member, DM Jake, he will put you in the Instagram group. But a lot of people have asked to get in that group. You must join. You must have a Monty Show membership. Hello. For $9.99 <laughs> a month to get into the exclusive Instagram group. Yeah. And it but I'm telling you, it's, it's worth it. It's worth it. It is so that Instagram group is worth 10 bucks a month. 
in my opinion. Salty Drunk, I'm not sure if any other Jazz fans feel the same, but with all these longtime Jazz players leaving or left, it's hard to sustain the the same level of emotional connection. Maybe it's just me. Well, and I also think, Salty, you're a a Joe Ingles guy. So, like, you're attached to Joe. But that's what this league has become. And I think we've talked about this on a pretty regular basis. This is a player's league. Like, I'm a Devin Booker fan. Yeah. Right? So... I, I naturally watch more Suns games. I'm by team. I'm a Chicago Bulls fan, so I watch a ton of Bulls stuff. But I don't. Yeah, but I don't have a player on the Bulls that I'm absolutely connected to or married to. What right? do you mean? Like, yeah, you do. Alex Caruso. Anyway, that's so I said, yeah. That's Jeremy Bolton's favorite player, the mayor of Monty Town. <laughs> but I am not necessarily connected to the Bulls by the but player. You like Demar? You like I Demar? Do. I do. I root for Demar, and yeah. I root for Alex Caruso, and Io Desumu. I think is one of He's the best young along, players dude. in the league, but they, they got to get rid of Billy Donovan, who they just extended. Awful. But my point is, I think the NBA is turning into a player's league. Like your guy, Kevin Durant, getting hurt last night. Yeah. I know you cried yourself to sleep. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. It really I, you was. Know. It was, you know. I didn't sleep for the past two nights because of this. I, I can imagine. Upset. I can imagine. I don't terrible, know. Dude. I don't know how you do it. I really don't. Um, so DM Jake at SLC Jake to get into the Instagram group. Uh, let's see. San Diego State says, Jake, the drafting of Devin Booker, stop it with the crazy talk. The Jazz drafting Devin Booker. Yeah, why would you do that? Why would you What do you mean, that? why would you do that? Why would the Jazz draft Devin Booker? That's the right thing to do. Yeah. Dennis Lindsay never did that. Yeah, I know. See Dante Exum. Who, right. Again, was supposedly the greatest player ever that never has become nothing. Uh, Boyd Lake Bees is the best nickname. I agree with that. Giggity, what's up, my guy? He says, I'm hoping with new ownership, the Suns get out of this funk. <laughs> You got to get this transfer of control with the Phoenix Suns done, though, because I think, and everybody in Arizona, I think you guys know this, there's a bit of an awkwardness now because Robert Sarver, Bobby Sarver, Bobby POS, uh, continues to hang on to the Suns, and they still need his approval to make trades. And he still has to sign the piece of paper to make that trade happen. So it's a bit awkward right now for the Suns because I do think the Suns would like to make a trade. Yeah. And we've talked about the fact that they were in on on Beasley and Vando and and Conley and Vando. And I, I know for a fact that they're one of the teams that's inquired about Jordan Clarkson. So I know the Suns would like to make trades and they need to make a trade to upgrade this roster. But they can't do that right now because Robert Sarver is still kind of sort of hanging on. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see exactly how all that all that plays out. Uh, let's see. Mike Maple says I followed, but I couldn't tag you, Jake. He followed you. Send him a DM, Mapes. Yeah. Uh, Mapes. Uh, <laughs> Jake Gordon said, with the best comment, LOL. But maybe we could talk Malik Beastly. Oh, there you go. I like it. I Malik like, I like Beastly. Malik Beastly. Yeah, that's a good one. Malik Beastly is a good we, one. Just a general, I like that a lot. A general question: How do we feel about the broadcast giving these all these guys nicknames and stuff? I mean, is that like a is that cool? Do you guys enjoy that? Like, is that you know Vando Beastly? You know, Donnie, when he was here, like, you know, do we like that? Or, like, where do we come down on that? And, again, speaking of the jazz broadcast, mm-hmm. Holly Rowe is is covering the Georgia Bulldogs for ESPN yeah. in the National Championship of College Football. Yeah. And she's excellent. I'm for real. On college football. I'm for real. And it, 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 so it makes my mind hurt that it's... she's just unlistenable on the jazz You know what, what really stands out, too, like, 
And for all you guys out there who have League Pass, you'll get this. When you're watching other teams, out-of-market games you wouldn't normally be able to watch because of League Pass, you start to understand the good ones and the crappy ones, and the good ones always have the dynamic, short-and-sweet sideline reporter. And I feel like this applies to a lot of things in life. Get in, get out, do your thing, that's it. Like, that's, that's what it. Holly should be, and I think she would be phenomenal for the jazz like i think it would be 10 times better if she would just do sideline stuff have a camera guy walk with her I, we've been to jazz games obviously they have tons of resources to do this they do it with all the the timeout stuff that you don't see on tv have a camera guy with her do sideline hits and that's it she'd be great yeah i don't understand it i i really don't understand it it's crazy i i just don't I don't know, man. Uh, let's see. Sean Carden says, Jazz needs to shop JC, Gay, and Kelly O. Conley can at least mentor the other upcoming guards. Yeah, I mean, and we've had this discussion with, with Mike as well. Like, Mike Conley's a guy that has value beyond dribbling a basketball. Right. Like, he is a mentor. He is a leader. He is a coach on the floor. But you, you look at the name you brought up there. Like, I hope people understand that Rudy Gay is just an awkward fit on this roster now. Mm -hmm. He's not a terrible, awful player. Unless he's wearing a jazz uniform. Because his skill set doesn't fit into what this team's trying to do. The problem is you have to give him minutes so he can illustrate that mid-range jumper. That he can still knock down a three. Yeah. This is a THT conversation we had on Friday. Yep. You've got to play THT minutes because I think they're going to include him in a trade. He's got a $10 million number. Well, and we talked all about this in the member group on Instagram, right? Like people were bringing up the conversation or the question of why is Rudy Gay getting minutes? Why is Rudy Gay... Why are they playing Rudy Gay over young guys like, you know, you know, NAW or whatever young guy you want to point? And specifically, the conversation was about Ochai, right? And I kind of agree. Ochai had a pretty solid weekend. Like, everybody was pretty saying solid. yesterday that, hey, he didn't make great contributions. Like, he didn't light it up like he did against the Bulls. And I'm sitting here saying that not every time Agbaji plays, he's going to go like six of six from three. Like, there are going to be nights where he doesn't get opportunities to shoot, but you notice what he does in, in replace of that. He's getting rebounds. He's making defensive plays. He caused, by playing good defense, like bodying up his guy, he caused like two or three turnovers last night that led to easy transition baskets. Yeah. And that's what I think... You know, Will Hardy wants from him right now. He wants the work hard, try hard minutes out of him, and I think Ochai is delivering on that. Yeah, I think I think Ochai Agbaji. We we saw him in the G League several times here at the Maverick Center. By the way, if you don't know, uh, the Salt Lake Stars play at the Maverick Center, and it is awesome. It is. You can usually get really nicely priced tickets. You can uh, the the Stars often give away tickets free. Yeah. It is a great basketball event to bring your kids to if you have young basketball fans. And watching guys like Frank Jackson, Ochai Abaji when he was down in the G League, I think he's in the NBA the rest of the year now. Uh, excuse me. I think he is just... Yeah. The fact that he is knocking down that corner three at a high percentage, I think he's really... I think it really justifies his, that that deal. Yeah. And getting him in that deal feels like a really big get for the Jazz now because that's a guy, he can be your 7th, 8th, nine guy because he's also incredibly athletic on defense. Yes. His ability to run the floor, his ability to come from behind and block shots. Like, he is, Ochai Agbaji is somebody that you, you should really be excited about from what we've seen. Well, and I think his ability to be pliable with the different groups he plays with. So, like, 
when you're an eight or a nine guy or even a seventh guy on the bench on the roster you're going to play with a lot of different groups you're not always going to get to play with the same guys and in the g league like i've said before we see him play many different roles there are some nights in the g league yeah where, yeah. where he'll go 10 12 15 minutes where he is the guy and then other nights he'll be a secondary guy like he is up with the jazz and i think that's really valuable for him so i hope that he keeps shooting it well because if he does shoot it well and if he does play defense he can have a long nba career there's no reason he can't yeah uh last night akbashi 21 minutes o of two from the floor zero points mm -hmm. three boards and one turnover mm -hmm. not his best but if you look at the if you look at his last 10 or if you look at his game log when he's really come along you look at what he did. I thought Houston was a really big game for him because he played 18 minutes. Um, but you could see that he was really working hard. Now, you don't love all the fouls in that Houston game. Um, and frankly, I really don't care about three of four from three. That doesn't impress me that much. It's the effort and the understanding. And then obviously, uh, what he did in Chicago, 21 minutes, seven of seven, four of four from three, yeah. uh, a rebound, a dime, 19 points. Like that felt like a really big performance. But he's a young guy in a situation where he's on a back-to-back -back against Memphis. I didn't expect him to play well yesterday. Right. We flipped on that game. We were watching the NFL and flipped on the game. You just, I, I wasn't expecting him to have that kind of performance. So... It was nice that he wasn't scoring, but he was also, you know, playing 21 minutes, contributing in a, in a lot of other ways. Yeah. I think that's what matters about Ochai. Uh, let's see. San Diego State says, uh, Holly Rowe gets the Wayne's World most excellent thumbs up. Right. Truth. I like her on college football. Yeah. Her interviews, her, her halftime interviews, like, I, I just, I think she does a great job. She, I, she did a hit for SportsCenter this morning where... She's talking about how, you know, Georgia, you know, how Kirby Smart was talking to Nick Saban about how, you know, Alabama successfully travels west when they need to. And that. So Kirby Smart reached out to Program and right. Nick Saban. Right. And asked them because they played in the championship games in, in Los Angeles. Program. And so he asked, he asked Abo. And he asked Nick Saban, well, hey, what did you do? She had the details on that. She had wearable technology that Georgia's using um, to help them recover faster. We really in, did. In a different time zone. Like all of the, like this inside information that was just fantastic. And then I get cute little acronyms and laughing and squealing on the jazz broadcast. Yeah. And I just don't understand it. I, I don't understand it. Uh, Mike Maple says, Mapes was the nickname I had growing up through high school. My dad had it too and made it his license plate. I joined the group and now you have the whole history, LOL. Exactly right, Mapes. <laughs> exactly right. I had, a, I had a guy that I played baseball with um, whose name was Maple. and His name was Jack Maple. And so we used to call Jack Mapes. Right. So every time I say your name, I almost think of that guy. I'm going to do that. You know. Uh, Brett Robbins says, please don't say 22's name. He's not even worthy of mentioning. Yes, he Ooh. is. Yowzer. That hurts. Court McGee, or Court McMullen, excuse me, uh, says, Holly just always feels out of place. Exactly. Yes. Succinctly put, yes. Court. Yes. She, oh, it always feels like she's out of place. Mm -hmm. I want, I, I'm kind of with you. I don't care where she sits or stands. Yeah. She sits at the scores table opposite of the broadcast usually. But... She's never on camera, so it just doesn't matter to me. 
But my feeling is like her doing hits in the pregame is even awkward. Like when it's Bowler and Big T, I want to talk basketball in the pregame show. Right. When they're on the court ready to get us going to tip off, I want those two guys talking basketball, previewing the game. I want like a, hey, we're about to tip off. Let's get 35 seconds from Holly Rowe. And put her on camera standing courtside. The That's Cavs, what I want. The Cavs did this thing where they had their female sideline reporter walk from, it started at the door to their locker room all the way out with J.B. Bickerstaff. And they were just talking. And they had a camera guy who had a handheld rig who was backwards walking, shooting them. And it was really cool. They had this whole conversation. It was probably like a two-and-a-half-minute thing. And then once they got out on the court, that was it. But it was a cool visual to, like, see all that. The night that they that Don scored 71, mm-hmm. she was following him around the floor after the game. He was getting his bro hugs and his daps, and everybody was celebrating with him. And what it did is she was just kind of talking about, well, hey, this guy's coming up, and that guy's coming up. And, you know, like, she's just hearing the conversation. Like, yeah. That's what I want from Holly Rowe. And the it thing was is, really is, good. It's like Holly Rowe has the skill set to do that. That's the thing. That's why I have so much trouble with it. It's not because Holly like isn't capable. Holly is way capable. She is. You're just using her in a very awkward way. And that's why I say, like, I just don't know why it's got to be this third voice of the broadcast thing. Like, who cares about the broadcast? It's about game presentation. It's about, hey, you've got Bowler and Big T doing a pretty solid job i would say bowler is very homer but it's bowler you get it i really like big t's color work i think it gives you great great analysis really makes some good points like i enjoy him holly is just being asked to do something she shouldn't be doing that's right and that's what i have an issue with i don't have an issue with holly as a person like i think she does great work but I just get tired of her always feeling like that. Yep, totally agree. Uh, Mesh, good morning to you. Conley to the Grizzlies for Tyus Jones. Well, that would be a dream. Um, Josh says, Holly Rowe, Beth Mullins, Doris Burke, you got to watch one, mute one, and turn the TV off. I'm muting Beth Mullins. I'm watching Doris. And what was the third option? Turn the TV off. Okay, I'm turning the TV off on Beth Mullins. I'm muting Holly. Beth and Mullins I'm is okay. Doris. She's okay. I'm muting Holly and I'm watching Doris. I think that's exactly right. I think that's exactly right. Josh says uh, Holly does the same thing with the WNBA as well. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Brett Robbins uh, says Ochai looking really good for the 30 minutes all season he's gotten. Yeah, he he is. <laughs> but he's but you notice Will Hardy called him out in the post game press conference the other night and said, "Hey, we got to get him more minutes." He's played 21 minutes in back to back games. Yeah. So I'd love to see Ochai get 20 minutes. By the way, he's also got some some drip that's amazing. Like his shoe game, his fashion game, like that dude's a young stud. I'm telling you, he's a Mustang. You got to watch that dude. Anton says, has there been an update on Olenek's ankle? Well, he looks fine. Yeah. I, did he re-injure the ankle last night and I missed that? That's possible. Um, but Kelly looked fine. He, the biggest problem is Kelly Olenek can't defend anymore. That's the, let's just call it what it is. Kelly Olenek should be your, your second or third big who plays 10, 12 minutes a night. Mm-hmm. That's what he should be. And if he can hit an occasional three, great. I can't see playing him for, for heavy minutes anymore. No. Like you just can't. Uh, Salty says, did you just call the WNBA fat Monty? Well, no. <laughs> what? Fat. What? Fat. What? No. <laughs> no. And um... San Diego State. That's a very good question. 
how bad is Kevin Durant's knee injury? He'll be all right. I think it's a sprain. I don't think it's ligaments. Well, Michael Jordan's son fell on it. And by the way, real quick in the 60 seconds we have before football at 50. Right. Did you guys see this conspiracy theory that I don't think is a conspiracy theory? I'm surprised that people don't know this. Jimmy Butler and Michael Jordan. I've, I'm a firm believer that Michael Jordan, in my opinion, is Jimmy Butler's father. Uh-huh. And it all matches up. He was the timelines. The <laughs> you put their pictures right next to each other. Like, right. I mean, give me some Maury Povich, man. Right. I'm a big believer that, and for those of you who don't know, Jimmy Butler's father is famous. He is unnamed. He is famous. And Jimmy has talked about the fact that they did not name him because he is a prominent person. I think it's Michael Jordan. I've always thought it was Michael yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah. I, I mean, there's just no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a mind. crazy conspiracy. They, you know, you, you I, it's not a it. conspiracy theory. But but to you, it's not a conspiracy theory. A lot of people think it is. Like, a lot of people view it as a conspiracy theory. Really? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Michael Jordan, like, to, the, to, the, to an NBA fan, like, to a casual, someone who just kind of watches a game here or there, you said to someone who watches a game here or there but couldn't name a single player on a on a like couldn't name a second tier player, couldn't name a Tyus Jones. You said, "Hey, do you know uh, Michael Jordan is Jimmy Butler's dad?" They're going to be like, "What are you talking about, dude? That's Michael Jordan. Don't get out of here with Jimmy Butler." You know I, what I mean? Like that's going to be the reaction. I don't think it's that much of a conspiracy theory. I truly don't. And I know we got to get to football 50, but now you've you've put me in this awkward nah, spot. He's where fine. we got to go full, we got to go full Maury Povich, right? And we got to give the people what they want here. Um, and I don't know where that went. Let me go. You know, uh, stall, stall, stall. There it is, right there. Um, I don't think this is even a conspiracy. And I'm going to put this picture on the screen. Come on now, who are we trying to kid here? Who are we trying to kid here? Like, do they not look exactly alike? Yeah. And by the way. By the way, Michael Jordan was in Houston at the exact same time that Jimmy Butler would have been conceived. <laughs> and we know, and we know, how do I put this politely? And we know that Michael Jordan dunked on a bunch of dudes. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. dilly. Which... You know, um... 10 of the hour, every hour. It's football at 50. We bring you the biggest stories <laughs> in football. <laughs> Presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use the promo code MOTSY25 to get 25% off your purchase at $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Georgia. Georgia. TCU, the national championship of college football. The penultimate moment. The game that is the game of yeah. all games. For the college football playoff. What kind of pizza are you getting for the game tonight? That's what I'm talking about. Joja. Uh, and you can't say Georgia. It's Joja. Joja. Uh, 12 and a half point favorite. Yes. 63 and a half point the over. By the way, I want to say that their money line number is like minus 375. Seriously? So you got to bet 375 to win a hundo on Georgia. 79% of that brand coming into this game is on Georgia. Bro. Are you wow. serious with that? What? No, I'm just trying to find the 
the the uh, excuse me it's minus 450 for georgia yeah it's crazy Bro. on the money line what but georgia's three and one against the spread against ranked opponents wow the over is uh, you know there i'm telling you the the betting trends in this game by the way tcu are six and one in games decided by a touchdown or less okay does tcu have any chance in this game well i mean their defense is pretty damn good duggan's a baller I mean, I, I think they have more than a puncher's chance. Can I mean, TCU hit on the big plays? Because if they can hit on the big plays, I think they've got a chance. But if that secondary for Georgia is going to lock them up, then it's going to be a long the, night. The problem is, is that TCU does not defend the red zone well. Yeah. Um, opponents score in the red zone 86% of the time on TCU's Jeez. defense. Oh, by the way, Georgia's number one in the country yeah. in red zone defense. They... They stop their opponent 98.5% of the time, which is crazy. Or no, excuse me, Georgia scores 98% of the time. And Georgia's defense is number one in the red zone. Yeah, man. The biggest question here is what can Georgia's defense do to impact Max Duggan? That's what this game's going to come down to. Yeah. Stetson Bennett, who you hate, is going to be amazing. Um, I think that in Holly Rose report on ESPN... She talked about how they hate, they traveled a barber to Los Angeles with them, and all the guys yesterday got haircuts. Like, Georgia's winning this game. It's right. a matter of do they cover the 12 and a half, and I don't think they do. They could cover 30 in this game, potentially. They're not going to. Right. I think that this is somewhere along the lines of 37-28, 37-31. It'll be a one-score game at, at the end. I think it has the potential to be a one-score game at the end of it. Yeah, I... the. It could be. It could be. I just think for T TCU's path to winning this game is big shots early. You got to connect early. You got to be up. Like, you got to take, you got to score on your first possession. Because if you don't score well, on your first possession, if you go three and out on your first possession and that Joja defense gets rolling, you're in trouble. And but who's the number one team in the country for explosive plays? Yeah, TCU. TCU. Big play offense. And that's why I'm saying. Number one team their, in the country. That's their recipe for success. And I agree. Duggan's going to Duggan. The question is, does that mean Duggan's going to Duggan. Yeah, I've been saying that for three weeks. Duggan's going to Duggan, dude. Number if, one if, team in the country with plays over 50 yards. Yeah, so like, it, does that, is Duggan going to Duggan? Does that mean 21 points or does that mean 40? Because I don't think it means 40. And the yeah. question is, if you only score 27, how much does Georgia score? Well, I mean, Georgia to me is a 30-point team getting off the bus. Yeah. That's how good I think, that's what I think of Stetson Bennett. But I, I just think that the linebackers at TCU are so fast. They're, they're just ballers. Yeah. This feels, this feels like a... Georgia in the 30s, TCU in the high 20s. That's what this feels like. I don't know that they cover 12 and a half, though. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Put your uh, score predictions in the comments section. 530 on ESPN. Um, you know, look at that. Josh Levern says, UGA, teach me how to dug in. Yeah, that's right. Isn't that the... Now that's the dab. The 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 Dougie's a different. Ask John Wall about the Dougie. I want to one day break out the dance where I hurt my hamstring. Okay. You know, the, I, the fake hamstring. Yeah, you know. Uh, Boyd Lake says TCU takes it. San Diego State says like a muddy duck makes your car better. F makes your car run better. It does. Makes it lighter. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. Tim Bruckmiller. Good morning. Georgia played down to Ohio State. I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. 
Um, let's see. Fresh air hair. How many of you have okay. a barber that you go to religiously? I want to know because I, I love have that, one. I love that that George Joja Joja uh, brought in a barber to get their haircut. Love it. Absolutely. Joja. I have a barber, Jay Taffa at Dave's yeah. Barber Shop in Daybreak. Yeah. That's my guy. He's the only Jay's guy that ever stud. cuts my hair. Stop. That's my guy. You know, uh, the mayor of Monty Town has arrived. He says, hey, good morning, casuals to one and all. There you go. Appreciate you. Uh, how good was it to see Green Bay choke on a D yeah. last night? Yeah. Yeah. And that D being Detroit. Right. Um, Big D. Swag Daddy Williams breaks the all-time touchdown mark in a season for the Detroit Lions. Where's Caleb Harrison in the chat? Now, the interesting thing here is that, unfortunately, Green Bay's out, but Seattle's in. Yeah. Pete Carroll doesn't belong to be in okay. the playoffs. Okay, here's this is a classic Seattle fan argument. GS7's better than Russell Wilson was because GS7 broke the all-time passing record in one season for the Seahawks. Now, call me crazy, but I kind of agree with that. I kind of agree, and I think this coming year is the biggest year of Russell Wilson's life uh -huh. because they're probably going to get Sean Payton in a trade with the Saints to be the new head coach of the Broncos. If that happens, there's no more excuses. There are few better quarterback coaches on this planet Seriously. than Sean Payton. Yeah. And I think Russell Wilson, there's a lot of questions about his viability as an NFL quarterback. I'm telling you hey, right now, Right. If Russ doesn't get away from Ciara and go Hawks. Right. If he doesn't turn into Super Bowl Russ in an MVP caliber quarterback under Sean Payton, he's done. He's a bust. Yeah. Absolutely. He's, he could be one of the much. worst. Could be absolutely one of the worst contracts in the history of the NFL. He'll turn it around. And by the way, we're also going to find out about this new ownership group in Denver because if you gave Russell Wilson that contract, what do you need to do? You need to go and get the best quarterback guru on the planet to be your head coach. And I don't give a damn what it costs to get him. Yeah. Because I also think the Chargers would love to have a conversation with Sean Payton. Oh, yeah. Because I, I And I'm one of the guys that says Staley should be whacked in, in San Diego's whale vagina who plays in L.A. Yeah. I think Staley's a guy I'd be looking at. That team should be better. I don't know what Russell Wilson is. Yeah. But I think that's a really... That's a really interesting question. I know that Papa Murphy's Pizza is the best pizza in the business. And hey, hey, look, we got a brand new pizza from Papa Murphy's Pizza. Right now with Papa Murphy's, we've got a great deal. Which means I make more great pizza. A lot more. That's our extra-large New York-style take-and-bake pizza. And it's everything you'd expect from a classic New York-style pizza, hot and fresh out of your oven, and only $9.99. Do I have to share it? It's recommended, but not required. Papa Murphy's. We make great pizza, so you can make the pizza great. Such a great deal. Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. XL New York Pizza now at Papa Murphy's Pizza. You're going to watch that championship game where Joe. Just See, this dogs. is what I'm excited the about. Dogs. Are you not just stoked on this game tonight? I'm I'm super fired up, yeah. and I'm I'm looking forward to watching it. Um, I'm gonna get a Papa Murphy's pizza. I am going to absolutely get the uh, meatball marinara. Got to do it. Gonna get that that pizza, traditional crust. Barb, Mrs. Monty chastised me yesterday over my Papa Murphy's order. What do you mean? She's like, "Why are you putting double barbecue sauce on it?" Because good? I'm a grown ass man, and I make decisions. Yo. Anyway, the point is, I don't know why I said that. Um, the point is, get that traditional crust barbecue sauce, then put whatever you want. Get the XL New York. Just make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your order of $25 or more. So it's a pizza. I'm telling you tonight, my order is pizza, meatball marinara, and take and bake chocolate chip cookies. Let's go. Done.
Locked. And see, here's the hack. Locked. Here's the hack for all you pellet, pellet smoker people out there, right? Before you leave to go and grab it, you know, go home or like whatever. Make sure you turn your smoker on. We're in winter, right? So it takes just a touch longer to warm up, but that's fine because you turn it on. It's warm when you get home. You pop that thing on and you're good to go. I'm telling yeah. you, that's the, that's the equation. Yep, totally agree with that. Let's get some of your comments in here. 701 The Monty Show is presented by our good friends at The Advocates, utahadvocates.com if you're in the great state of Utah. But hey, no matter where you are, if you need an injury attorney, you got to get to The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, I, I, I again tell you every single day on this show, they're just great people to do business with. And when you get in an accident, there's nobody else. You need to have them on speed dial. By the way, you can also talk with them online. I know there's a lot of people who are uncomfortable talking to attorneys or, hey, should I, do I need one? Just talk to them. Yeah. Online, you can chat with an attorney 24-7. Hey, guys. Right now at theadvocates.com. Just click the chat button. It's right there for you. You never pay a retainer. You never pay a consultation fee. That chat is always free at theadvocates.com. You never pay the advocates until they win your case at theadvocates.com. A couple of comments in here on the NFL. Don't forget in 13 minutes, massive announcement on the show. Yes. Massive announcement. Don't go anywhere. Huge, huge, huge announcement on the show. Uh, coming up in 13 minutes on the program. The program. Uh, Richard McDonald, who's a member of the program. Uh, if TCU's coaching staff let Duggan Duggan, TCU will win. Program. I, look, I, I am a, I'm a Duggan guy. Right. I love watching the guy play. Even when you cut off both his arms and legs, he still finds a way to throw and run for touchdowns. We really did. The guy's a baller. Right. Georgia, at its best, is the best team in the country, and it's not close. Program. It's not close. And if we're if we're really being honest about it, yeah. Max Duggan is is a good quarterback. He's not great. Is this T- a David versus Goliath thing? Not at all. We're like not how close is TCU to Georgia? I think Georgia's top ten. This what were we talking about in the exclusive Monty Shiro uh, Instagram group last night? Right. You want to be good or you want to be great? Right. Kirby Smart's great. Right now TCU's good. So TCU's top ten. Different. Yeah, TCU's top 10. I think Georgia's in a in a, a category all its own. Yeah. That defense is so fast. They have so few holes on that defense. And I just think the world of Stetson Bennett's composure. They could easily have laid down and, and rested on their championship ring and gone home against Ohio State because they played down to Ohio State. They're not doing that tonight. They're I, In my opinion... Stetson and the boys are going to score 30 points, and it's going to be up to TCU to find a way to, to match that. And I just don't know that you can do that. I understand that they're an explosive offense, but Kirby Smart's had a full week plus to get ready. Kirby Smart's one of the best defensive coaches in this country. And the other thing that I think is, is so fascinating, again, back to Holly Rose's report for ESPN. Uh, he's been liaisoning, liaising. Right. He's been talking to guys who have done what he's trying to do. Right. He's talking to Nick Saban. He's talking Ain't to Dabo Sweeney. Like he's not like, hey, I'm Kirby Smart. Screw those guys. He's talking to Nick Saban about how to get his players adjusted to the West Coast time frame, the West Coast environment. Being, hey, look, we're playing at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. The distractions, the <coughs> all that stuff. He's talking to other guys about how they handled their dudes. Because they went out there and successfully got the job done. Right butts in the right seats on the right bus. That, to me, tells me that Kirby Smart's a humble, confident guy. Yeah. And I love that about him. 
right? So, and, and listen, I'm a big fan of Sonny Dykes. I think Sonny Dykes is a great coach. He's proven that repeatedly everywhere he's been. And I think what he's built at TCU, turning them around so quickly is nothing short of miraculous. Yeah. But you're not on Georgia's level yet. Georgia is deep. Georgia is fast. Georgia is physical. Georgia is skilled. But I think you got a shot tonight. I think TCU definitely Listen, has a shot. Again, this is why I, I, I'm just going back to, this is why I keep going back to this. Georgia scoring 30 points. Is TCU going to score 30 points tonight? Yeah. I think, I think, I think TCU's issue is, <laughs> I think TCU's, issue is going to be defense in this game. I think they will score. I think it has to come through the air, though, because I agree with you. Joja's defense is going to stop the run and force you to pass. And my my curiosity is how Kirby comes out in this game defensively. Are you going to go two high safeties and play some zone and try to get Duggan to turn it over? Are you going to go man coverage across the board and bring a safety blitz? Like, what are you going to do? How, that, that's what I'm curious how about. How many times are we going to say the name? of future Pro Football Hall of Famer, Chicago Bear legend, Jalen Carter. How, how many times are we going to say that name? How many times are we going to say the name Jalen Carter, Chicago Bear stud defensive lineman tonight? Right. Because that's going to determine the outcome of this game. Jalen Carter is a stud. And it's simply a matter of does he impact this game? He did not impact the game in the first half, but he had all kinds of success in the in the the especially the back half of the second half right. of that of that Ohio State game. He did, and he was the he was one of the main reasons that they came back. If Jalen Carter has a big game tonight, Georgia's winning. I'm for real. But I'm telling you now, this TCU defense can play with Georgia. Yeah, their linebackers at TCU are are incredible, and and. I, I, if if you can get Max Duggan off of his spot with Jalen Carter, you're you're way ahead of the game here. I just my gut tells me this game's going to be a lot closer than people think. I think Georgia should win this game. They just should, but I don't think that this is some blowout. I don't think that this is Georgia running away from them with seven minutes left in the third. I think this game is definitely tight going to the fourth. That's my gut, but. I could be wrong, yeah. you know, but like, yep. that's kind of how it feels. It feels like TCU has been this underdog the whole season and everyone said, oh, well, they're not going anywhere in the playoff. And even, admittedly, I was a doubter week eight, week nine. I didn't think they deserved to be there, but now they're here. They are. And to me, it, it would be like, you talk about Sonny Dykes not being on Kirby's level yet or on the Sabinator's level. And to me, that's correct. However, Big games come with big opportunity. If he beats Kirby, that would that would just just that's like a huge earthquake in in the college football playoff landscape. That ESPN this morning, right? We always have ESPN on in the background here. Is showing graphics about how Georgia and Kirby Smart have closed the gap on Nick Saban and Alabama, and how Georgia, you know, how important is it that they win back to back championships and they do all this great stuff. But I'm here to tell you that TCU is comfortable in their role. They're comfortable being the underdog because that's who they've been all year long. So I don't think that they're looking at this game saying, oh, well, Georgia's just going to come out and kick our ass, right? They're looking at this saying, okay, this is a quality opponent. We've earned this. We're here now. What do we have to do to win this game? I think it's I think it's deep shots connecting on those, and I think it's stopping the run. If you can at least make Stetson become a a 
a passer and you slow that run game down, that puts you in a way better position, in my opinion. So that's what I'd be keying in on defensively. Yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I mean, it, it. let's be honest. Let's truth tell about TCU. And we have a big announcement coming up in five minutes. Stick around for that. If Quentin Johnson doesn't have a, a 150 yards in this game, if he doesn't do what he did against Michigan, are they even within 10 points? No, probably not. If he doesn't do what he did against, if you look at the numbers and Quentin Johnson, if he doesn't do what he did against Michigan, do they do they win that game? No, probably not. No, they don't. He made big plays. <clears throat> Bottom but line, but that's their offense. That's what I'm saying. That's what they've been doing all. That's year. who you they got, are. I agree you with got that. Got to the national championship game by being that team, and I agree with you. It is a it is a very you know black and white, cutthroat, cold blooded proposition as an offense, like. Hey, you're either going to connect on those big plays or you're not, and that's going to decide whether you win or lose. That's a scary place to be because a lot of offenses have different ways to beat you. Like, all right, hey, maybe maybe they're playing, you know, maybe they're playing BYU defense. They're dropping eight and rushing three. That means we got to run the football. But the problem is, is TCU's not some prolific running team. They are a they are a cut you up in the secondary type team. So that's why I say it's a dangerous game to play if you're TCU. That said. Kirby can prepare his defense all he wants. There's no defense for 4-3 speed. There's no defense for I'm going to run by you. So that's what I'm saying. I still think TCU's got a really good shot in this game. Well, and I also think one of the things we're vastly overlooking here is the run game of Georgia. I mean, when you when you have, you know, McIntosh and Edwards, I mean, those guys move chains. That's their job. True. So that so that a guy like a Stetson Bennett can find a Brock Bowers. Like, they, that's the thing. And... The way that TCU plays football, TCU, you know about this three-three-five defense. You know that their linebackers are fast, aggressive. Mm -hmm. That's why you know Sonny runs a three-three-five defense at TCU is so that he can really leverage the best traits of his linebackers. Are they gap fillers? Are they are they you know grind pound stop the run? Well, if you do that, Stetson Bennett's there. Well, if you stop Stetson Bennett, they're going to run the football. That's the issue. To me, this is the biggest problem for TCU against Georgia is Georgia's not one-dimensional. Mm -hmm. You can't lock on one thing the way you could against Michigan. And frankly, it costs TCU some points, if we're being honest, because they gave up big plays to Michigan. Yeah. One of the other things you really worry about with, with, with Georgia is that Georgia can take advantage of those weaknesses. I, I'm all in on Kirby Smart here. I love Sonny Dykes. Here's the only thing I'll say, though, about the, about the run game, because I don't disagree. Georgia obviously wouldn't be here if they weren't multidimensional and able to beat you in many different ways. But I think the one thing you can't have if you're TCU, you mm -hmm. can't have Georgia running the ball for five, six, seven yards on first down the entire first half. The second half, it, it just is what it is, right? The second half, like, will be determined by how well you play or how poor you play in the first. So, like, in the first half, if you keep them to, like, two, three yards a carry in the run game and you can limit them to, let's get crazy and say 14 points in the first half, which I think would be incredible. I think this is a 20-point, they're a 20-point half first team if you're yeah. Georgia. Yeah. But if you could keep them to 14 points and you could keep them in third and five, third and six, that's a win. So when you're watching this game tonight, pay attention to the downs. Like, I understand Georgia's going to convert a lot of those. But if you're TCU, you're okay with that. It's a well, win to be in third and And long. I think, yeah, I think that's the biggest question. Like, how much production are you getting five, six yards every time you're, if you're, you know, if you're second and four, 
If Georgia's offense is second and less than five, you're screwed. Yeah. Because you're just not going to keep them from burning clock at that point. And it becomes a math contest eventually. Yes. If you're going to continue to allow them to be productive running the ball. And the other problem is then, then let's not also forget that Kenny McIntosh can really catch the ball for Georgia. So it's just a, it's asking a lot out of TCU to show up and win this game, in my opinion. I think it's a huge ask. And I just, I don't see them doing it. Salty Trunk um, says, I hope all of the members are invited to Monteville via the member-only group to watch the football. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, we're going to be talking. But that's what the members group is for. I mean, I know, I don't know if you're half joking or whatnot, but that's the whole point of the members group. When this game's going on, we're going to be talking yeah, about it in the members absolutely. group. Absolutely. Yep, no doubt about it. Uh, let's see. Brozars. Good to see you. Uh, the entire country wants TCU. I, oh, I don't think there's any I agree. doubt. Yeah. I don't think there's any TCU doubt. TCU is the people's champion. By the way, <clears throat> and we got about 90 seconds until we make a major announcement on the show. Yeah. By the way, what would it mean to the Pac-12 mm. if TCU wins a national championship in the Big 12? Oh, that is a conversation I want to have. I mean, if you are George Klyovkok, are your, are your <laughs> balls just on a, a, like, a bullseye? And like some dude's got a nail gun, right? Because I, if if the Big Twelve wins a national championship, and you haven't even gotten a TV deal yet, come on, come on, are you kidding me? Stop! I I, I don't even I don't even know. I don't even know. Hey, make sure you consider joining the Monty Show. Speaking of our exclusive, our exclusive members only Instagram chat, <clears throat> it's absolutely one of the things you get on this show. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, you join our exclusive membership. Uh, that gets you a, an exclusive video. And today, by the way, today, today, big member video today, big member video today, yeah. huge giveaway on the, on the members only group today. Yeah. Um, we'll put that in the, in the, uh, YouTube members only video section, and then we'll also load it, uh, to the Instagram group as well. But it's $9.99 a month. You get exclusive videos. As you can see, everybody that's a member is designated a member in the chat. Um, as well, you get access into our members-only Instagram group. Uh, again, a lot of people have asked to join this group. You must be a member. It's $9.99 a month. Click join. DM Jake, SLC Jake on Instagram. He will immediately put you into the group. And you hear us talking about this, right? Like, oh, the, yeah. the membership. And we talk about putting videos up. The thing is, and the magic of it is, you have to be a member to see the playlist on our YouTube channel. Yes. So if you're not a member, you're not going to see it. You don't it. even see the video. And, and I think that the other value piece that we can't forget, and, and even to current members, I would remind you of this. We have things coming. We've briefly spoken on them. There's an, a, an announcement, again, big, vid, big member video today, where the members on this channel get access to these things first yes. so like when we give away i'll just use a game console as an example that's not what today's video is about but like when we give something like a game console away we may only give it to members we may give members five to one entries we may like members who are paying to be part of that group are going to get all the perks to non-members with all due respect when we and updated when we updated the trade talks the other day yeah. with the the jazz yeah. the suns and the atlanta hawks you got that fully 24 hours before anybody else got it. We didn't tweet that out. We didn't put that out on the show. We put it in the members only group first. So there are a lot of perks that come with that. When we drop new merch, you guys are absolutely the first ones to get access to that. 
it's just a lot of fun. It's a great little community. So all you have to do is hit the join button and then, uh, yeah, you're in the group as Nick Hines did. Welcome to the uh, exclusive members only group, Nick Hines. Let's go, Nick. DM Good to me, see bro. you. Appreciate that. Jake. And without further ado. Super excited, dude. Time to make a big announcement on the show because you guys know that, um, you know, we work with a lot of businesses on this show and we have a lot of cool, you know, client partners like Barbecue Pit Stop, The Advocates. Absolutely. So many of you have talked about how you've you've gone to The Advocates and they've helped you. So many of you tweeted us and Instagrammed us pictures of the gifts you bought at Barbecue Pit Stop or that they helped you with wings or asado Going seasoning. Going through the Quick Quack Tunnel. Everybody's sending us pictures at Quick Quack. Like all of this really cool stuff that you guys do. But perhaps, perhaps one of the coolest, most innovative things we've ever done on this show and I, I don't mind saying it, that we have designated the official crispy chicken sandwich of the Monty Show, and it is Super Chicks. Oh! Welcome Super Chicks My to the show. And <clears throat> as the week goes on, you're going to understand why this is becoming a bigger and bigger deal on, on the program. Right. Uh, but it's just great to have Super Chicks on board. You guys oh, know right. that we've talked a lot about Super Chicks. You know that we... We joke that there is pure cut Colombian cocaine in their ranch dressing <laughs> because it is addicting. And I'm telling you, the ranch at Super Chicks is awesome. But when we talk about the best crispy chicken sandwiches, when we talk about, you know, hey, how do they compare to X, Y, and there is no comparison. Super Chicks has the best chicken sandwich in the business. It's because they never freeze their food. Never. They don't have freezers at Super Literally. Chicks. They hand cut their... I'm a huge pickle guy. We've talked about this on yes. the show, you freak. Yes. I am a huge pickle guy. Yeah. They hand cut their pickles and put them on their sandwiches at Super Chicks. Yes. You know that. Um, everything, their French fries are hand cut. And the, you know when you go to a, 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 a chicken sando joint and you got to pay $1.25 just to get a side of ranch and, dressing? And that's after you've already paid like $30 for all your food, right? And now I got to pay $1.25 for all the sauce each time I want sauce. Yeah. Not at Super Chicks. All of their sauces are free. So their honey mustard, which is amazing. Their their special sauce is amazing. Their 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 barbecue. Their barbecue. Their ranch dressing. Their and I have to say, I have to say, this we're not talking about little sauce packets, right? I want to make this very that's right. very clear. We're talking about an entire sauce bar. We're talking about like a a, a rack of sauces where you just. Hit the, hit the button. It comes out into the little cup. The little can, pump. Yeah. yeah, the little pump. And you can get as many of those as you want. Now, me, admittedly, because I'm addicted, I got like four ranches the other day and ate all that ranch. So it's I'm probably amazing. fat now, but like that's how Not good probably. it is. Yeah, I know, um, yeah. But they're, I'm telling you, they're... they're yeah, it's incredible. The breading they use on their chicken, on their crispy chicken sandwich is awesome. It's just great to be in business with those people. And whether it's, you know, our guy Taylor and Ogden or whoever you want to point to, they're entrepreneurs. And it's amazing what Super Chicks has done for our community. Make sure you find them in St. George, Spanish Fork, American Fork, Riverton, and of course, Ogden. They are coming to Logan soon. Yes. Um, so if you're in St. George down in the GZ, yes. make sure you go to Super Chicks today and say, hey, I heard about you on the Monty Show. I want my ranch. If you're if you're up in, in uh, you know, Riverdale, technically, on Riverdale Road in Ogden, make sure you tell them, hey, Heard about you guys on the Monty Show. My my home, Super Chicks, is in Riverton, right there on Mountain View Village, on the on the corridor. 
Make sure you tell them, hey, I heard about you on the Monty show. The, the members only group is putting pickle gifts in the chat right now. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I, and I think I am probably the only one. I'm probably the only one. I love pickles. Yeah. I love it. When you get their, their, the, the, the crispy chicken sandwich, the traditional one that, you know, lettuce, tomato, and they put like four beautifully fresh cut pickle wedges right on your sandwich. I usually eat the pickles before. Dude, I eat we the have an official chicken sandwich on the show. This is crazy. Come on. How Come good on, is bro? that? How good is that? The official chicken sandwich of the Monty Show is Super Chicks. And there is more coming with Super Chicks. Yes, in there the coming is. Days. Yes, there is. So, hey, if you're a member of the show, trust me when I say you're going to eat at Super Chicks and we're going to help you do that. Might want to watch the video we upload today. You might want to watch the might video because it's going out. to be amazing. It is going to be amazing. Um, and all I'm telling you is go to Super Chicks. Don't take my word for it. Go into any of their Utah locations. Again, St. George, Spanish Fork, American Fork, Riverton, and Ogden on Riverdale Road. And I know that a lot of people are like, oh, you guys only do stuff in Utah County. You only do stuff in Salt Lake. And I'm telling you, they're all across the state. And more locations are coming that they're in St. George. And again, Logan, you know, we love our guys in the Aggie Tears. Logan, that store is coming. Let's go. Yes. Go get the official go get the official chicken sandwich of the Monty show at Super Chicks. By the way, by the way, we also have talked about this exact sandwich on the show in the past. The Super Parm is back. Yes. I had a Super Parm on Saturday. So good, dude. I had the Super Parm on Saturday, and I'm telling See, you. And the thing is, the thing is, and this is what really makes a difference, because the filet they use, the 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 chicken breast they use is never frozen. It's so fresh. So yeah, when you bite into it, you're like, damn, that chicken's good. I also don't know what they do for buns, but they're... I'm, Bun I'm telling you, dude, it's the best in the game. I'm telling you. I'm telling it's the best in the business. Yeah. So we have an official chicken sandwich of the show. I, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. I absolutely love it. So I'm, I'm thrilled. I appreciate you guys. Uh, brother says member hype. Absolutely. Yes. Hell yeah, there is. Provo Cougar fan says I got my star without joining. Well, you actually don't. Yeah. Sorry, man. Star. Sorry. Uh, brother says, holy damn, a super chick sand chickens. It, dude. Yeah, dude. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, yeah, exactly right. Giggity super chick sauce game is on fire. It is. And I, 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 I listen, their barbecue, all their stuff is good. I'm a big honey mustard guy. Uh -huh. Their honey mustard's great. I'm telling you today that the Super Chicks Ranch dressing is off the chain. It is lovely. It is so good. And the other thing is, not to belabor the point, you get, when you order a, an order of fries, let's say you get, because they also have salads, they have, their custard Dude. is amazing. Yeah. Their house-made custard is amazing. Um, you order a side of fries, and it literally takes up your entire tray. Yeah, they they don't they don't chintz on portions. That's the beautiful thing as well. Yeah, and I, I'm telling you, uh, San Diego State says the gluck gluck early comment makes sense now. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Uh, Nick Hines says never had super chicks. I need to go try them. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah, because once you go, it's over. You got, you'll never go to the drive-through fast food. And we're not naming names. I'm not. I'm I'm done with it. I'm a super it's chicks over. guy, dude. It, that's it. It's super chicks. The yeah. only chicken sandwich is super chicks. Got to get, got to get Scott Howard's comment right here, right above right. where you are. Uh, I don't have an Instagram, but would like to join your membership. Do I have to have an Instagram for that? You do not. You do not. It's just a perk. 
But as a member of the Monty Show um, exclusive group, you get all the same perks, whether you're in our Instagram group or not. We want you to enjoy the show the way that you want to enjoy the show. So, hey, if that's just watching our member exclusive videos. Which again, again, highly recommend watching the video we're going to upload after the show today. Yeah, today's video is going to be crazy. Yeah. It, it's going to be crazy. Uh, Lopes Van Gabe says, hit, hit that like button, casuals, yes. Uh, Mike Maples, Mapes says, uh, guess I'm going to ha- uh, need a Super Chicks and a Papa Murphy's for the game tonight. That's right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, dude. All I'm asking you guys to do, they're fresh, brand new on the show. Walk into a Super Chicks today and say, hey, I heard about you guys on the Monty Show. Say to, ask, say to a manager, hey, just want to let you know I heard about you guys on the Monty Show. That's the biggest compliment you can give us. Go into our sponsors and say, hey, Barbecue Pit Stop, Super Chicks, Papa Murphy's, The Advocates. Hey, guys. Heard about you guys on the Monty Show. Yep. Hook me up with that. that su- the Super Parm is a very limited time thing. Mm-hmm. I'm Italian. You guys know I'm Italian. I'm proudly Italian. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of chicken parm. The chicken parm at Super Chicks is a limited time. It is probably only through February. Yeah. Go get it today. Don't wait. I'm t- Go take your boys there for lunch. It's worth, it's absolutely worth it. Uh, is Super Chicks portions like five guys portions? Yes, yes. exactly. The, the people who started Super Chicks started at five guys. And now they started Super Chicks. It's that good. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's that good. Uh, Fat Jesus says, do they have blue cheese sauce? Why are you asking Why are you asking offensive questions? <coughs> why would you say hurtful <coughs> things like that, Fat like, Jesus? Blake Phillips, call me crazy, but I honestly only uh, want Arizona from the pack. Well, there's a lot of people talking about that, too. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. talking about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we could talk about that. But right now, we're talking about the fact that the official chicken sandwich of the Monty Show is Super Chicks. Yes. Is that crazy to it's say amazing, that? It's amazing, dude. We have an official chicken sandwich. How long have we been talking about ranch? How long have we been talking about chicken sandos on this show? How long? It's been a long time. It so has been a long, long we time. We decided we might as well have a official chicken sandwich of the Monty Show. And all of our, we have this little group of passionate people in St. George. That's not such a little group anymore. No, it's not. And you, you know, Louis Capazzo, you know, like, you know the group down there in St. George? Yes. We This was the best part about Super Chicks, is they have a store in St. George. Yes. So that now our St. George, from Logan all the way down to St. George, and we love doing that. That's why we love Barbecue Pit Stop. Like, we love it. Yes. Because from Logan all the way down to St. George, you can get the best chicken sandwich, and that's Super Chicks. And you can tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Uh, so, whoa, whoa. Don't do chill, that. Good Lord. Chill. Almost hit the end broadcast button. Uh, no, it's not. Lewis, I just spoke nicely of you, Lewis. But why do you, why do you got to rock the boat, bro? And then you, you know? bring up that blue cheese is the best stuff ever. Now, you want to join the membership? You can have all the blue cheese you want. Lewis, don't do me like that. No blue cheese. Ranch dressing. It is what it is, man. Lewis, <laughs> by the way, did you hear? There is a Super Chicks in St. George. Go, Go get it. Go check it out, dude. Tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. Uh, Lopes Van Gabe says, I'm just glad we aren't uh, talking about Jersey Mike's joining the show as a sponsor. That would have been disastrous. No, we don't do that. We do Super Chicks because they're not dis- disastrous. Uh, Maury Alvarez says, but not in Florida. Come on. You got to move back to Utah, bro. Maury, we have something coming that may be worth flying out for. <laughs> that's for sure bro i'm just saying like that is for sure i cannot wait to drop this video in the members only exclusive yeah, today yeah like the yeah. video yep. that we are dropping today 
I'm a man. I mean, I'll even tease you a little bit. Yeah. It's a huge event. It is a huge event. Event it, is the proper word. And everybody on the show, you're going to hear about it in probably two, three weeks. Yep. Member exclusives are getting it today. And oh it's going to be just like that. Oh. It's going to be amazing. Uh, let's see. Lewis says, uh, I hate to say this, but I've never been to Super Chicks. That's Dude, okay. go today. That's okay. Go today. I'm that's telling true. you, it'll change your life. I, but that's the thing. That's why we wanted, because we wanted to get the word out about it. Because they are a little young in the state of Utah, right? They're a little bit newer. If, when, you know, when in the landscape of all the other brands that are here, like, like Super Chicks is a little bit new on the scene. But that's why we wanted to help them. And that, and because we love the food, you know, and, you know. They're a little bit newer. So, Lewis, go and get it. Yeah, you got to do it. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Who else? Um, oh, man, where is my guy was asking? There it is. Jordan. Jordan Brown says, where is Super Chicks in St. Jeezy? <laughs> uh, I love that we're calling it St. Jeezy. Uh, by the way, it's got 324 reviews on Google and they're five stars. Boom. Uh, boom. It's at the shops at Zion on uh, Red, Red Cliff Drives. I guess I'm going to have to do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'm going to screen grab this real quick. Yeah, screen grab it. So you guys can see it. They open at 11 o'clock today. Yeah. Um, in St. Jeezy. So, and it's worth it. I'm telling you guys right now. It is a hundo P worth it uh, for you guys to see it. Where is it? There it is right there. Yeah. Uh, I'm uploading an image so yeah. that you guys can see it down in the Jeezy. There it is right there. Um, that's where they are. Let me get this comment off because it is covering the thingy there. And then Can the banner the banner off the covers screen, the man. thingy. There it is. There that's Super Chicks in St. George. Uh, you see 324 reviews, 4.4 stars, excuse me. Uh, 158 Red Cliffs Drive in St. George, Utah. The GZ, they open at 11 o'clock for lunch. Go get it. So make sure you hook it. And I'm telling you, the things you guys are going to love, the shakes that they make with their custard. Get get a chicken parm. Oh my God. So get a chicken parm, get a, a hand cut salted fry, and then get a Reese's peanut butter custard shake. Bomb. Lopes Van Gabe. Lewis woke up this morning and chose violence. <laughs> and his name is John C. <laughs> oh my God, that's hysterical. We don't do blue. We don't do blue cheese on this show. We do not do blue cheese on this show. That's exactly right, Cam Harrison. You need to try super chicks with ranch. Yes, yes, yes. You do. Salty yes. drunk, who's a member of the program, says, "Great to see the growth of the show continues. Bro, bro. Congratulations, guys. Well deserved. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Josh Lovern is a good man. It's not like rotting cheese is moldy cheese. You know. You know. It's fine." Uh, Brett Robbins says Super Bowl VIP booth and catering for the Monty show. Could be. I don't know what you mean. Could be. Don't know what you mean, dude. Kurt Meyer says American Fork store. Yes. Yes, absolutely. they have American Fork and Spanish Fork. Yes, American Fork and Spanish Fork. Yes. Let me get you American Fork Dizzle. Uh, let me see. They are on uh, 643. Uh, Pacific Drive Suite 102 in American Fork. And they're right off the 15 in American Fork. It's yeah, actually pretty there. easy to find. Yeah, yeah, we've been there. Yeah, that's a we've good location there. for sure. Yep. Uh, 643 Pacific Drive Suite 102 American Fork, Utah. Yeah. Uh, 643 Pacific Drive Suite 102 in American yeah. Fork. We've been there. Yeah. And it's, I mean, all of their stores are great. 
They're all good. Uh, Jordan Brown says, thanks. I'm going to check and, it out. St. Jeezy. Take pictures of the food you get. I'd love to see. I would love to keep the tradition going of people tweeting pictures at us. Yeah. If you have Twitter or, you know, if you want to, whatever, you know, your platform is. Send us a picture of the food you get, man. Like, let's see what, what, what you got and what you thought of it. Well, the Super Parm's there. I'm telling you to get the Super Parm. It's phenomenal. But the uh, traditional has just like lettuce, tomato, and the pickles are phenomenal. Phenomenal, phenomenal, dude. But you can take your wife there. They have absolutely great salads. Take your kids there. They have a kid's menu that, where you get tenders. And I mean, they really, they have it all. It's great. If you sit down inside, they bring your food to the table mm -hmm. uh, where they give you like a number. You put the number stand on Which your table. Is, they bring to it right honest, to you. that's the other thing I really like. It's comfortable to sit in a Super Chicks and eat. How, yeah. many, how many places do you go to where it's just like uncomfortable? It has like this weird vibe about it. It's not like that at Super Chicks. You could just chill at Super Chicks. Well, and they're all really, the story behind Super Chicks, like our guy Taylor up in, in Ogden, like, I mean, we sat with him for, it was the Oregon-Oregon State game. We went to we went to get a Sando and watched the Oregon-Oregon State game. And we wind up sitting there and talking to those guys. Like the owner walks up to your table, sits down, talks to you. Like it's phenomenal. Yeah. It's it, it just, that's what you really like about it. So absolutely. Yeah. You should check that out. Jeremy Bolton says, Greg Hawkins will fight everyone who disses blue cheese. Yeah. Greg Hawkins loves it. Yep. Loves it. Uh, Mape says flats and blue cheese are, the, are curse words for Monty. Jake's curse word is regular Oreos. Yeah. See, I don't do regular Oreos, bro. No, why I don't, would you? you? Yeah, I do. I do double stuffed, not to be confused with mega stuffed mapes, right? I do double stuffed golden Oreos. Yep, I agree. Justin Salas says, is this uh, super chicks take your family place or take the wife on a date kind of place? Both. You can absolutely, I, you know, when I was in there, say, I frankly, I, I eat at super chicks too often if we're being. I love it. So Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Monty and I went and there was a whole section. Actually, it was yesterday because after church, a bunch of people pulled up in these vans. Uh, these families pulled up in their vans. All the kids piled out. All the parents piled out. They took up a section of the restaurant. They sat there and had a great friends and family lunch. Um, so it's, it's really up to you. But, you know, we, when we were there on, I guess it was Friday, Friday. Um, there was there was a guy and a gal having a date. They were talking about. And you could totally tell it was a date, which was super cool because they were talking about like Mrs. Monty and I are watching them talk about like movies. They're talking about like all the different date things you talk about. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's all of that stuff. You can go there. Absolutely. Uh, Jeremy Bol Bolton says it's Spanish Fark. Say it right. Yes. Spanish yeah, my Fark. Bad, my bad. Right. Spanish right. Fark. Right. Yep. The Spanish Fark. American Fark. <laughs> yeah. I do like that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lewis says violence would be sauerkraut or grits. Both of those are filthy things mixed with blue cheese. Yeah, totally. Yeah, agree. Nah. Court McMullen, who's a member says ranch is life for Monty and Jake. That's it right. is. That's right. It is. We don't use syrup on pancakes. We use ranch. Right. Okay. That's a lot. Facts. Um, Jake is also a big fan of the Eastern conference. Timberwolves. See, Facts. but Jake's the type of guy who's going to put ranch on everything. Mm -hmm. Like you're also the types of guy that's like, Hey, Oh, I'm going to a uh, breakfast place. Hey, can I get a chicken burrito? Never. I really don't care if you think it's sus. Don't get me started. Josh Leverett says, take his Oreo advice with a grain of salt. I'm telling you, double stuffed golden, golden Oreos, that's the only Oreo that should exist. Yeah. None of this peppermint or pumpkin spice. No, bro. Golden double stuffed Oreos in the family size. Uh Presented by Rebelsis. Uh, <laughs> let's see. It can't be better uh, than Pretty Bird. Oh, 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 no, no, oh, no, no, no. It's superior. Contraire, mon I've frere. had it. I've had... So, I'm first team off fat ass when it comes to chicken. 
I've had Pretty Bird and Dirty Bird and Clean Bird and all the brands out there, right? Like, I remember having Pretty Bird, and I was like, yeah, it was, eh. it was eh. you know, I, I, I wasn't, like, it didn't suck, but I was like, eh, I, I don't know if I would come back or not. It didn't suck, but it wasn't like, wow, I definitely got to come the back. The experience wasn't good. The experience the wasn't comfortable. Yeah. You walk into a Super Chicks, whether they're busy or not, and they're seemingly always busy, but when they're busy or not, you walk in and there's a friendly person at the cash wrap. They're going to greet you. You know, the other thing I really like about Super Chicks, I can tap pay there. I, and How much does that matter to you? It does. You know what? It is. I, I started doing this at the gas pump. Now all the gas pumps, like I either go to Costco or Harmons for gas. Mm -hmm. I just put my Amex right on the tap thing and it, it pays for it. I love that they can do that at Super Chicks. And you know, the other thing is they're really friendly. They actually, and by the way, we've talked about this very topic on the show. The restaurants are spotless. Mm -hmm. They're spot, the bathroom's very spotless. clean, dude. The restaurant itself is spotless behind the, like, again, not to keep talking about when we were there the other day, they, they were cleaning behind the line. They were busy. And yet they have somebody dedicated to cleaning. Yeah, which I really appreciate, man. I'm telling you. Anyway, uh, Kurt Meyer says there is nothing better on beer brats than sauerkraut. Well. Nah, bro. Uh, Louis Capazzo says birthday cake Oreos are the best Oreos ever created. Louis, is it, 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 are you likes to fight guy today? Are you here only to poke the fat guy? Is that what this is? And his name is John Cena. <laughs> If you guys have not heard the John, just go to YouTube oh, or just oh. on, uh, even on Instagram, there's a ton of them. Phone, just, scammer phone call John Cena. Just no. All you have to search is John Cena prank call. Yeah. That's all you have to search. It is. <laughs> it is amazing. Uh, Nick Hines, who's a member starting today said, uh, tap pay is amazing. I hate when places don't have tap pay. I agree. Uh, Salty Drunk says a 2007 pick, uh, that Mrs. Monty posted was great guys, but I would consider le legal action over that haircut, Jake. Thanks. Talk to Buddy. Mm -hmm. To me? <laughs> no, don't talk to Buddy. Uh, Lewis uh, <laughs> says, tap pay matters. I highly detest places that don't have tap pay. It's safe because you don't have to put your card in a reader anymore. Yeah. That, but again, but I, is, yeah. I oh, never yeah. use yeah. my debit card for this anything the, yeah. ever. This is the no pin conversation. If you don't have, and I'm an Amex customer, but... If you're Capital One guy, if you Apple are Pay. Discover guy, Apple Card, Apple Pay, like if you don't have a card that can tap, you shouldn't be using it. I'm, I'm just telling you. If they don't have Tap Pay, I almost say I wouldn't, I wouldn't shop there. I, I just wouldn't. You know, uh, Richard McDonald, who's a member, says, LOL, y'alls, I love the John Cena prank call. It's amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. Giggity says, Super Chicks is legit. They even will wrap that chicken in a tortilla if you bring one in. Right, Jake? Because it's a chicken burrito. Wow. Everywhere I'm, he goes. I'm offended. Everywhere Jake goes, chicken burrito. Hey, we're it's at, not uh, true. Hey, we're at uh, Jimmy's uh, Burger Joint. Hey, do you guys serve chicken burritos? 21. No, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop because we're talking about the official chicken sandwich of the Monty Show now. Super Chicks. You know. Uh, let's see. Lewis says, my opinion on both items. I don't expect that everyone would agree. Lewis? My opinion's the only opinion that matters here. Thanks. No, I'm kidding. I haven't had birthday cake Oreos. Yeah. Have you had them? No. Okay, in the comments real quick, what's your what's your favorite Oreo? Mine's golden double stuffed. Close second, the lemon thins. 
The lemon thins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tanner Plummer, who's a member, welcome. Good morning. Good to see you. Hey, guys. Jake, are you saying that haircut from 2007 was Mont's idea? <clears throat> Butthole. Hello? You remember oh, better wait, than I do, on. clearly. Is this thing working? Me? No, when Jake moved into Casa de Monte crib, some things changed. Fashion and haircuts mainly. Nice Wrangler jeans, loser. Anyway, uh, (laughs) I'm kidding. San Diego State says, uh, Lewis, if you think grits are filthy, you're not cooking them right. And I would say grits are amazing. Done right. The like yeah, old tradition. No, I'm not, I'm not a grits guy. When's the I'm last not, time you I'm, had good, well cooked southern grits? I had them once, and I'm not. I'm good. I'll take my oh, biscuits and dude, gravy, bro. Dude, Thank you, dude. Thank you, dude. Dude, dude. Uh, let's see, brother. Says I almost forgot. There's a super chick at New Jersey. Thank goodness I'm not drive to Utah with seven hours, Monty. Well, hey man, uh-huh. you got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Nick Hines says. Uh, Double stuff is the only way to eat Oreos. That's what I'm saying, man. And, and again, my preference is golden, but I will do the original double stuff. I will. Trust me, I know. I know. I know. Uh, Tanner says, favorite Oreos? Probably the thins. The the mm-hmm. the lemon thins. We had them in Tahoe yeah. a couple weeks ago. Oh, so good. Fat Jesus, tap pay has saved me so many seconds of sliding a card into a slot. I'm not playing your sexual game today, Daddy. Jesus. I'm not doing it. Uh, birthday cake Oreos are super sweet tasting. I'm a sugar lover. Me, yeah, me too. Dude, maybe we need to try birthday Oreos. I, I, I have not had them. By the way, in the uh, non-sports portion of the program, which I guess this has been, bro, did you bro. guys see that study that says people who drink full sugar sodas lose their hair? Mm. Yeah, probably shouldn't be drinking soda. I used to drink full sugar soda. Like, I bet you in my... In my malaise of obesity, I would guess that I was drinking a 12-pack of diet of co of pa- hello. I went from full sugar Pepsi and I was only a Pepsi drinker to Diet Coke. Bro, you were a Pepsi drinker? Oh my god. Back in the days when wow. you were when you were boiling in the bag, dude. dude, I was a 12-pack of Pepsi a day guy. Absolutely. I when I worked at Foot Locker, I used to bring in a a, a case of Pepsi and it would last me like 2 days. Like it was, I used to love Pepsi, but it's like at the time, I think it was 44 grams. That's why I drink this stuff. Monster Pure Zero. It's got no sugar in it. Yeah. Like, but if you're, and it's not just soda, by the way, it's full sugar drinks. So if you're a full sugar lemonade guy, if you're a full sugar, whatever, and you're drinking them every single day, you're going to lose your hair, they say. So, you know. Okay. That is what it yeah. is. Yeah. I just, you know. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Severe says, I wish they would make a double stuff Oreo with a filling flavored Oreo milkshake. Mm. I love Oreos. Uh, birthday cake Oreos are super sweet tasting. He, I read that one already. Uh, Lewis also says, I've tried grits all ways and I wouldn't feed them to a pig. Wow. Damn. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, now. She took offense. Uh, super chicks top five at five past the hour. Salty drunk no, says we're, we're, we're not, we're not, uh, that's not, not that that's a bad idea, but, but that's not really how we operate, bro. They're just the official chicken sandwich of the Monty show. You right. know what I mean? We don't need, we don't need some, some time restraint on it. They are always the official chicken sandwich of the Monty show. Yep. Uh, Jeremy says, I wish they would make a double stuffed Oreo with Oreo milkshake. I agree. I read that one. Uh, I just drink water, the healthiest drink out there. Yeah. This thing has changed my life, by the way, because the other thing is, like, when I went to the colon blow doctor um, and got my checkup, and, I'm, and uh, 
Dude, they're still backed up on uh, colonoscopies. Is that a euphemism? Because we're talking about, you know, they're backed up. Anyway, um, when you get in that, um, that Rotorudo in the butt, um, um, I'm, they're backed up until April at a minimum. You know. I can't get a colonoscopy until April. But what did they say? Drink water because it's incredibly important to your, your colon health yeah. that you drink water. Thanks, Tanner. Appreciate it. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you say boiling in the bag? I did. <laughs> I want more. I did. Uh, double stuff ranch Oreos are pretty good. Can you imagine if they made a ranch flavored Oreo? Wow. Oh, sold out. Sold out. Josh Lovren, Swedish fish Oreos. Oh, nah, I'm good. Nah, bro. Uh, Lewis says, I like water that is caffeine infused. <laughs> that's a healthy, that's the healthiest, right? Yeah. Right. 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 That's called coffee, sir. You know, Maury Alvarez says, isn't Papa Murphy the official pizza of the Monty show? It is. It is. Yes, it is. We yes. love Papa Murphy's. Yes, we do. All right. 745 on the Monty show. So, yeah, if you're just tuning in, um, we have an official chicken sandwich of the show. Like we have. It's crazy. To it's say crazy it, to it's say it. crazy to say it. The official chicken sandwich of the Monty. And again, show. I just have to keep saying this. I'm sure your non-members are annoyed. You're not a member. I just I highly encourage you. I can't tell you why right now. We'll tell you why after the show, but I would just highly recommend because you what are, we're yeah, announcing dude. after the show is legit. Don't say we didn't warn you. Don't say that we never do anything for you. Don't say we didn't warn you. Don't say we didn't bring value. Don't say, you know, like, just stop. What we're announcing is going to be huge. What we are announcing after the show is off the chain. I'm talking about, I'm talking about it involves people that you know it is it is it is not a game console it's an event like there's a lot happening with it and i would just tell you that monty show members are going to have first access to it uh maury alvarez um says did they name a sandwich after you guys no no we're not no. that special no well and it's super chicks the super parm is the sandwich yeah i, I mean all their sandwiches are good I am obs I walked into Super Chicks the other day and saw the Super Parm on the menu and I almost fell over. Like I just could not believe it was back. I was so happy. It's been back for a week. They what they do is they have like a uh you know like a highlighted special sandwich. And the first time I ever went to Super Chicks, our guy Lance, yeah, works at works for Super Chicks. And the first time I ever went to Super Chicks, I had a Super Parm. And then the sandwich disappeared because I took it for granted. I did what I tell you never to do. Don't take things for granted. Mm -hmm. I took the super part for granted and she walked out the door on me. Hell out of here with that. And it's been one of the toughest six months of my life. <laughs> but she back. My girl is back. <laughs> Breast is fine. I love it. I'm telling you the super parm and super chicks. I'm just telling I'm just telling you, you know, it's all good. Uh, let's see. Jeremy, po how did you know? Is the giveaway a John Crotty meet and greet? Have you ever heard of John Crotty? <laughs> nope. You don't know who John Crotty is. Nope. You're disgusting. How am I disgusting, dude? Like, Come this, on. it's not my fault that reference is from 1920. Shut up. Jesus. Uh, Tuiaki meet and greet. I'll move on. Uh, Lewis says it's called Mountain Ops Ignite. One scoop uh, to your water equals 200 milligrams of caffeine. It's a tasty buzz. Nah, I'm good. I ain't caffeine in that way. What is that? That must just be like 
Is that like getting your heart shocked? I don't know. Jake, there's a bunch of people who join in members. So click the join button and join in member. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, but after the show today, you guys, it's going to be crazy. Uh, it's going to be crazy. Jaron Eccles says a lunch with uh, the man Tyson could be, could absolutely be. Um, still can't get the boiler bag out of my head. Thanks, Monty. Listen. <laughs> Dude said boiler bag. We're, we all boil in the bag at one point in our lives. You know, SA says South Dakota State also has a great basketball team. Just ask BYU. Okay. Fat Jesus says the Monty sandwich at Super Chicks, fried flats on a bun with blue cheese and olives. Delicious. Why? Why? Olives are Satan's giblets. Speaking of boiling in the bag. Uh, all right. 749 on the Monty show. Uh, make sure you go into Super Chicks. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty show. We mean a great deal if we could blow it up right out of the gate this week. Uh, let's get you in the Super Chicks, whether it's, you know, any of the, the Utah locations, certainly. All of our friends in the GZ, let's go. St. George, show out. Uh, Spanish Fark, show out. American Fark, show out. Riverton. Hey, if you're going to the Riverton store for dinner, DM me. I'll meet you there. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy you Super we'll Chicks. It. And, of course, uh, our good friends up on Riverdale Road in Ogden. Uh, make sure you go crush uh, Super Chicks for the Monty Show. Uh, the biggest stories in sports today. Uh, this situation... Um, I think last night in Green Bay will lead us off on football at 50 um, because I absolutely love the fact that Aaron Rodgers choked on the Detroit Lions and lost another big game at Lambeau Field. And then after the game, A-Rod wants to talk about how, oh, you know, I'm not sure what I'm doing. Show me a lot of attention and keep asking me if I'm going to retire. Right. Dude, get over yourself. The Packers are where the Packers are this season, out of the playoffs, sitting at home today, because Aaron Rodgers had a very mediocre season. Mm -hmm. And nobody in Green Bay wants to talk about that. They want to blame the receivers being young and dropping passes. They want to blame the defense. Hey, whatever it is, Aaron Rodgers was not good enough this year. And until we are willing to say that, the Packers are never going to grow in advance. He's got to be better. And whether it's interceptions or just missed throws or – you know, who, whose ass he's tapping now, he's a distraction most of the time. Yeah. That's how I view Aaron Rodgers. And I get it. He's a really good quarterback who just doesn't win big games. And last night was another big game at home with implications for a championship, and Aaron Rodgers didn't show up. Aaron Rodgers is a big part of the reason they lost that game. And that you got outplayed by Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions is embarrassing. Yeah. And at what point do people in Green Bay start putting the blame on Aaron Rodgers? Because that's who deserves it. That's who deserves it in Green Bay. There was nothing better than that. Yeah, I, I and, wholeheartedly and, enjoyed and it. And I'm just so tired of people saying, oh, well, this guy is on Tom's level. This guy is, has done everything that Tom's done. And it's just not true. Aaron Rodgers hasn't won in a long, long time and tom brady has damn near every record you could ever have as a quarterback in the league from super bowl rings to passing yards to win like the guy's got everything i'm tired of hearing about how a rod is like one of the best of his generation yeah is he better than most guys yeah he is is he tom brady no he's no not. he's not and i'm tired of hearing that comparison by the way i agree with tanner it was pretty cool to see Jamal Williams break an all-time record for the Detroit Lions. Now, obviously, there's a huge asterisk next to it. 
he got an extra game to do it. And if they don't play an extra game, he doesn't do it. But Jamal Williams is now the all-time single-season touchdown leader mm-hmm. in the history of the Detroit Lions, obviously passing Barry Sanders. Right. Huge accomplishment for Jamal. Everything Jamal's been, I think Jamal is one of the great stories in recent history at BYU. His road to and through BYU, incredible. And that he is now an all-time performer for the Detroit Lions, incredible. Yeah. By the way, did anybody see Dax Milne with Washington yesterday? <laughs> we should also probably talk about this here on Football at 50, presented by Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code MATI25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. What is wrong with the Dallas Cowboys? Because, look, I get it. At halftime, you knew you were done. You knew you were done. The Giants weren't winning. But you came into that game at kickoff trying to get the two seed in the NFC. And that's how you came out? With Dak throwing a pick six after the same guy who got the pick six, the previous snap dropped the pick six, and then you threw it the exact same route, the exact same place, so that he could get his pick six and take it to the hizzy? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The Dallas Cowboys, I don't know what to make of of Dak Prescott. I don't know because I'm a huge Dak guy. We've talked about it on this show. You hate Dak Prescott. I totally get it. I'm a believer in Dak Prescott, but you're throwing 15 interceptions. Now, granted, six of those hit the receiver in the hands. Six of his 15 interceptions hit the wide receiver. Think about that stat. Six of Dak's 15 interceptions hit the receiver in the hands. But, bro, that's still nine others that were terrible throws. And you probably should have had, what, you probably should have been down 24 nothing in that game? Dak Prescott was terrible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely terrible. You're the reason they're sputtering. But I will also say that I just don't understand the dysfunction with the Dallas Cowboys. I don't get it. It's frustrating that they won't win anything. It's frustrating that every year we have to sit here and talk about how, you know, it's it's either the offensive line or it's Dak or it's Z. Like, we know all the names, right? They, we know that they should go further. What, what really bothers me about Dak is I look at these numbers and I say, okay, 12 games, completion percentage is fine, 66%. I'm good with that. That's perfectly fine. In 12 games, they have 2,800 yards. All right, cool. I'm good with it. That's fine. But what I just don't love is is the interceptions because to me, yeah, you're right. Six of them did go off of some dude's hands, and there's nothing Dak's doing about that. Six interceptions that he threw hit the receiver. In the hands. What I'm sorry, was it that it hit you in the hands or then hit you in the chest? By the way, like, all of them were in the catch radius. Yeah, so I mean, I just, just... I don't believe that Dak Prescott is a Super Bowl guy. I don't but, believe that he's a take-you-through-the-playoffs guy. But how much of this is on CeeDee Lamb and, and, and Zeke? Because both of them had... Zeke had a... On third and six... Zeke is open beyond the first down line. Didn't look for the football. It flew right past his head. Yeah, yeah. CeeDee Lamb was running a go route up the middle of the field. Dak threw a dime. Lamb didn't turn his head to look for the football, and so it went incomplete. That's why I say I understand that Dak has not played well or as well as you would like. 
there's a systematic institutional issue with the Dallas Cowboys. And again, I point to the final score in the Eagles-Giants game. The Eagles needed to lose for the Giants, or excuse me, for the um, Cowboys to win the second seed. They were up, what, 20 or 18-0 or 16-0 at one point? The Giants came back. That score finished 22-16. to Mm-hmm. The Dallas Cowboys had everything to play for yesterday and just couldn't do it. And just couldn't do it. Six points is embarrassing. Dude. Dude. By the way, when you look at the uh, NFL playoff picture, man, I, I look at a couple of things here, and I say to myself, I think the Wales Vagina Chargers have a really good run at this. Now, they've got to be Jacksonville, who I think is a vastly improved team. Right. But I think they can beat Jacksonville. If we surmise that Jacksonville is out, the biggest question is, can Wales Vagina go to Kansas City and beat the Chiefs? Mm. I think that's asking a lot, but I think it can be done. Because I think that Charger defense is good enough, and Brandon Staley, I think, is coaching for his job. If they don't win a playoff game, I think he gets whacked. So I think they're going to beat Jacksonville. You know the team I'm most worried about? The Dallas Cowboys. Because here's where that stupid stat about their their games on natural grass outside. Yeah. It's absolutely relevant. They're, the Dallas Cowboys, if you look in the top right corner there, got to go to Tampa Tom. Yeah. And they're going to lose that game. Because they're terrible on grass. They're just the speed that gives Dallas the edge in most of their games only gives them an edge on artificial turf. On natural grass, it slows them down, and I think Tampa beats Dallas. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I totally think, agree. I think Minnesota is going to beat the Giants, and I think the San Francisco 49ers are the best team in the NFL playoffs, bar none, because that defense is ridiculous. I think they're going to beat Seattle, and I think Jalen Hurts is seriously injured. Okay, I disagree with the 49ers take. I don't think they're the best team in the playoffs. I really? I think they're, they're top three. I think that... I think that, um, you know, you have the Chiefs, obviously, and the Eagles. Those two teams, to me, are better than the 49ers. And then Joe Burrow. The the Bengals, to me, you oh. have to, you have to, you have to give respect where it's due with Joe Burrow. I don't, the, here's the, the issue, though. When I look, I mean, Philadelphia, if Jalen Hurts was healthy, yeah, they'd be the best team in the NFC. Jalen Hurts looked incredibly, incredibly painful last night. Yeah. I mean, he that looked like a dude that was not nearly a hundo P. Like, mm-hmm. not even close. Yeah. And I know they have a bye week here, and I think the Eagles are incredibly vulnerable because of Jalen's injury. Yeah. Uh, and it, I don't know that it's close. I don't, obviously. Uh, football 50, 10 of the hour, every hour, presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Hey, man, hook it up with Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you get the marinara meatballs when you do. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Actually, I do the meatballs and marinara. And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Order now at papamurphys.com. I'm telling you, those marinara meatballs. Bomb. You get their new uh, NYXL pizza tonight when you're watching the game. NYXL pizza. Get the marinara meatballs. Get the take and bake chocolate chip cookies. Good to go. I'm telling you, pop it on the Traeger smoker or put it in the oven. Totally fine. 
Watch Georgia win a national championship and it's all good. Make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. It is 8 o'clock on the Monty Show if you're just tuning in. Uh, Again, huge member-only announcement coming up after the show. Uh, We will post a members-only video. So if you are not a member, if you did not click join, if you do not pay $9.99 a month, you will not know about this uh, promotion that we are going to uh, put out today. It is going to be amazing. This event... This event that we are going to announce in the members-only video today. Mm -hmm. And we're actually going to give exclusive access to one of our members. Yeah, that's why you want to be a member. It's not just that we're putting the video out. You're getting access to it before anybody else. And we're going to draw in front of everybody. We are going to draw one name out of our membership group that's going to get you first exclusive access to that. Mm -hmm. And the event is going to be crazy. Trust me when I say I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Uh, Jaron Eccles says, how many members do we have in the club now? We are approaching 30. We've picked up three more today. Appreciate that. Um, Eric and Raleigh says, the only thing that can keep the 49ers from winning the Super Bowl is Kyle Shanahan. Well, it's a big question. I'm telling you, Brock Purdy's balling. And Brandon Ayuk has become an integral part of, of what they do. And don't forget that Debo hasn't played in how many weeks now? And he played yesterday. It wasn't really a factor. But once he's healthy and they're ready to rock and roll, Forget it. Yeah. Their we'll defense, see. Fred Warner, Bosa. Brock Party will turn the football over in a big moment. You watch. It'll happen. Never well, been to the playoffs. Never been in that situation. You and watch. there are very few guys outside of uh, that guy that wears number 12 in Tampa that have just rolled into the playoffs and not missed a beat. Is Brock Purdy that dude? I don't know. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. We will find out. Uh, let's see. Blake Phillips says, I just submitted my info about uh, potentially franchising a chick's location. Waiting to hear details. Wow. Okay. That's my guy, Blake okay, Phillips. Blake. Let's go. Blake Phillips uh, with a with, want to own a Super Chicks. Let's do it. Again, if you're just tuning in, Super Chicks is the official chicken sandwich now of the Monty Show. Make sure you go in. We announced that about 45 minutes ago. Go to St. George, Spanish Fork, American Fork, Riverton. And Ogden, they are about to open up in Logan as well here in a couple of weeks. So make sure you look for that. Go yes. into Super Chicks today. Tell them, hey, I heard about you on the Monty Show. Go talk to a manager and say, hey, heard about you guys on the Monty Show. Hook me up with a Super Parm. Yes. Telling you. Let's go. Make sure you hit it up. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, that's awesome, Blake. Good luck to that. Keep us up to date on that, Blake. Let us know what happens. That would be amazing. Uh, Blake, where are you looking to open that? That would be awesome. Uh, Ken Williams says Vikings need to sure up that defense or it might be one and done. I don't, you look at this bracket. You guys, seriously, look at this NFL playoff bracket. Tell me where the Vikings are better than somebody. Right in the middle on the far right side. Vikings hosting the Giants. That's a game the Vikings should win. Will they? I don't know. I'm not convinced. I doubt it. I think Brian Dayball has that Giants team balling out. I, Am I the only one that just, I'm over Pete Carroll. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Well, I just, I, I'm I, just, I just done with it. I just think that Seattle's been a gimmick for a minute. I mean, since since that defense started falling apart, that's when you knew the beginning of the end was here. I mean, you just knew. Like, that's just how it works. You have to have, it's like the 49er take. Well, they have this great defense, so they're going to, you know, they're going to go far. That's what separates the haves and the have-nots in yeah. the NFL. And then if you have a great defense and you have a quarterback, you're yeah. elite. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, LFG says uh, Niners. 
the one team KC won't uh, want to face in the Super Bowl. Well, I don't disagree with that. I, I just think Pat, Patrick Mahomes, you got to have an elite pass rush to contain him. The problem is most teams, the Dallas Cowboys, perfect example of this. Dallas Cowboys are not disciplined enough to keep him in the pocket mm -hmm. or, can, or set an edge and keep it. That's, that's how you beat the Kansas City Chiefs because he's too good and he throws guys open by moving his feet. Fast. If you set an edge and keep him contained, he can't do that. Yeah. The problem is how many teams can actually do that? Probably who's, who, who in the AFC can do that? The Bills have the athletes to do that. But how many teams... It's one of the reasons I think that Charger defense, Derwin James and company, can make a difference because I think they can do that. Kazunai. Yeah. They can do that. So that's one that I think you... Hmm. That's what makes them so difficult offensively. Truly. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Tanner, one of the biggest issues I have about the Eagles is that they are way too pass-happy. They don't run the ball enough. It sickens me. Well, if, when you have Jalen Hurts, you should be pass-happy. Yeah. Because he's a lethal weapon. You know. Lewis says it's the Vikings. They will lose. Can't disagree with that. Cannot disagree with that. Eric and Rowley says the Niners have a great defense and the most offensive weapons in the NFL. All Purdy has to do is get the ball to Debo and McCaffrey. I'm surprised that McCaffrey's been as durable as he's been. I just, I think that we like to, so I don't disagree with you, Eric, right? I'm not saying you're wrong. But I think what we like to do in the NFL specifically is like to say, oh, all he's got to do is get it to them. He's just got to get it to whoever his best player is, well, if you and then put, that's going to solve it. Like, if that's you not put, how it works. If you put McCaffrey in space with a ball in his hands, which Purdy's done a pretty good job putting it out in front of McCaffrey. Who's their, who's their first matchup? Who's the 49ers' first matchup? The 49ers... Uh, let me get that banner off the screen now. The 49ers' first matchup is the Seattle Seahawks. They should beat the Seahawks running away. That and that's at home, contest. by the way. It should be. Yeah, but like... And let's say that we get, you know, 49ers, Vikings, let's say, in the next round, as just as an example. Well, if they're the two, and let's surmise that uh, they wouldn't get Vikings. Who would they get? They would get the winner of, of well, they may get Vikings, actually, because the winner of Tampa Dallas is going to go to Philly. And then if San Francisco advances, let's just pretend they do, uh, they'd run into the winner of Minnesota and the Giants. Yeah. So, I mean, if it's 49ers, Vikings... I would still take the 49ers. I think where it gets tough is when you're playing a team like the Eagles, who have just as much offensive firepower as you have. Like, what nobody likes to talk about, I feel like, is that, is that okay, you have a great defense, but Jalen Hurts on the run, specifically going to his right, yeah. you're not stopping that, dude. And, and, and again, I'm not saying that the Niners suck. They're a great team. And you're right. They prop they have a good chance of making another Super Bowl appearance. There's no doubt about that. But I just am never the guy that says, "Oh, well, just get it to McCaffrey in space and you'll win the game." Good things will happen with McCaffrey in space. I agree with that. But that doesn't mean you'll win the game because again, like TCU and Georgia tonight. What happens if TCU causes three turnovers in this game? What ha will that happen? Will that likely happen? Probably not. Right? Probably not. But what if it does? That's the beauty of the game. You don't know what's going to happen. On paper, yes, the 49ers should go to the Super Bowl and, you know, make that appearance. But I'm not going to sit here and give a newcomer in Brock Purdy, who admittedly has been really good, but I'm not going to give him the benefit of the doubt in the postseason because it's the postseason. It's his first time, right? So it wouldn't surprise me if it fizzled out in the NFC Championship game. Just wouldn't. That's understandable. Now, if he goes to the Super Bowl, he's special. And I agree, he's been special at this point. But 
Not everybody is Joe Burrow. Not everybody is Tom Brady. So we'll see what the dude can do. But let's not sit here and say, oh, we'll just get the ball to McCaffrey and his best players and everything will be fine. Because I don't agree with that. Yeah, I, I think I think that's definitely a chance. I mean, I, I just... I, man, I look at this NFC bracket. I, I, the Chargers have a real chance. That's what I'm telling you. I mean... It, it, obviously you look at and I, I why do you think they have a real chance because well they're playing well number one and Justin Herbert that sex machine is incredible they're getting healthier Derwin James is healthy that mm. defense when he's healthy is dynamic program but I mean listen you you've got to beat a Jacksonville team on grass on the east coast that has a Trevor Lawrence that's playing pretty good in, until you scheme in disguise and get pressure on him. Yeah. And I think that's how you beat most quarterbacks right now, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and I don't see like to, to the 49ers dynamic offensively, I don't see that for Trevor Lawrence. And so when I look at what Jacksonville brings to the yard and I, and I look at that, you know, like I look at this Titans game, if they don't get a pick six, the Titans win that game. Right. So Trevor Lawrence didn't have a great game. Derrick Henry, though, you know, it's is a difference maker for for them. And he got 100 yards for Tennessee and they still won the game. Yeah. So I think that Jacksonville presents a big problem because they have opportunity on both sides of the football. Mm -hmm. I look at what Travis Etienne did. He's got to run for more. He's got to he's got to run for more than two point four yards of carry. If Jacksonville is not going to run the ball, this will be a blowout. This will be a blowout. Yeah. And the other thing that you got to remember is look at Christian Kirk having a career year with Trevor Lawrence. Doug Peterson's turned the culture around in Jacksonville. Yes, he has. But I'm telling you right now, and we can sit here and we can joke and we can laugh about, hey, you know, how bad, you know, Pervin was down there. I don't know that I don't I don't care if if Jesus incarnate is coaching the Jacksonville Jaguars. In God's name, image, and likeness. Telling you right now, if that LA Charger defense shows up. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because Drew Tranquil is playing at a very high level. You look at the, the guys that lead that defense, Tranquil, uh, Derwin James, Calvin Oy, Brigham. Like, I mean, they have a lot of guys. I'm for real. They have experience. They have playmakers. They have physicality. I'm for real. I mean, I, I'm telling you. I am telling you. Mm -hmm. Joey Bosa is a difference maker for that defense. He, he's, he's never going to show up at the top of a stat sheet. He's a difference maker, man. And And... I look up Asante Samuel Jr. is playing really good football right now. Mm -hmm. I just, they're not in the same conversation, in my opinion, as the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're just a class above them. I think Khalil Mack had a really good game against Denver. Now it's Denver, so I'm not getting excited about that. But you look at, at the way San Diego, LA, Wales, Vagina is playing right now, I, I love the Chargers there. 10 and 7. I think Brandon Staley's coaching for his job. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think they have potential. I don't think they go deep in the playoffs. I just don't. I, I, I'm, this is one of those takes where I'm like, yeah, I, I have to be honest and say I don't see him going deep, and I'll be happy to be wrong because I actually do really enjoy watching Herbert play football. I really enjoy what the Chargers have going on. But, again, they're one of these teams that – that yeah. seemingly has been in the playoffs a lot and just can't get over the hump. But who who did Justin Herbert have a great game against last time they played, what was that, two weeks ago? Kansas City. Yeah. He's a big game quarterback. That's they're true. A big, That's 100% true. They're yeah. a big game defense. They got to beat Jacksonville first. Yeah.
That's about which line. I don't think is any easy task. I'm just telling you guys now. LFG says bolt up. Exactly right. Exactly right. Raphael says, uh, I'm just happy my Giants are in the playoffs. Tanner Plummer says, Doug Peterson knows how to uh, revitalize an NFL team. I love Dougie P. That's what Eagles fans call him. Relax with your comments, dude. This is a PG-13 yeah, show. Are you kidding I mean, me right now? Come on, dude. Giggity says, ATN running for 100-plus yards Saturday. Well, did he? Did I get that wrong? No, I think he's saying he's going to. Against, oh, he's going yeah, to. he's going to. Well, if that happens, Jacksonville ain't losing that game. Yeah. That's not, I don't think that's going to happen, but that's just me. That's just me. Oh, by the way, yes, exactly right, Mayor. I hope the playoffs live up to what they were last year. Yeah. You need, the NFL playoffs are just so unique and awesome. I, I just, I love it. By the way, there is that little other playoff tonight on ESPN and the ESPN and, family and this of game's networks. at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, right? <laughs> 5.30 p.m. on ESPN. You have the dogs, Joe. Taking on TCU. Look at those numbers, friends. Minus 12 and a half, 63 and a half. Mm-hmm. So let me get this right. Let me get this right. Mm-hmm. You don't believe that you're what this line is telling me at 12 and a half and 63 and a half. You don't believe that TCU is going to score 30 points in this game. Vegas, Vegas is saying they're not doing it. Where do you I come think, down on this? I think what Vegas is doing is they want they want a bunch of money to come in on TCU as an underdog. They want they want TCU fan to get their beer out, get their pizza out, sit in front of the tube, well, and get their money on that game. Because 12 and a half, what do you notice about 12 and a half? 12 and a half to me says, hey, we think Georgia is a possession and a half better. Not two possessions, just a possession and a half. What that's asking is, and again, as of the before the show started this morning, 79% of the money was on Georgia. Right. What that's saying is that Georgia's not going to win by 14 points. That's what it is. That's what it is. They're telling you that Georgia's going to win by a touchdown and two field goals, which feels about right to me. And... I think I would I would not take Georgia to cover the twelve and a half, and I would take the over. Yeah, I don't think they're they cover that twelve and a half. I I think just doing the show today and talking about it, I do think that if TCU can generate a turnover or two, they're in this game. Like I think that this has, I it does not have mm. upset written all over it. It does not. Georgia, I do think wins this game, but what I don't think people want to talk about or bring up is that TCU's got an opportunity to create chaos in this game. You they remember do. the you remember the TCU Michigan game, right? Where where you've got turnovers and you've got interceptions and pick sixes mm-hmm. and like yeah. that kind of environment is what TCU needs to create. Now, again it needs to be said, JJ McCarthy turns the football over way too much and Stetson's probably not doing that tonight, most well, likely not doing and, that tonight. And until the the TCU game, Michigan was not a take the top off the defense team. Right. Michigan was a run first team. And I think we we saw that, you know, they threw the ball a little more. The problem is you're not going to be able to sit one dimension against Georgia because Georgia not only runs the ball with three really talented backs, they also throw the ball to the back really well. They also have take the top off the defense wide receiver talent and one of the best tight ends in the country. I mean, you're multidimensional on offense. And with all due respect, and I think the thing that, that, that you really have to ask yourself is what does TCU do to combat this? 
And the answer is, I, I don't know. Kenny McIntosh, I think, is probably one of the names that nobody in this country knows. Mm-hmm. Right? And he's a guy for Georgia that runs the ball and catches the ball. And you know what? Kendall Milton and the other, I, I, they're just really talented. And the question is, what is it? it because if I am, if I'm Sonny Dykes, what do I need to do to make, to make the quarterback, Stetson Bennett, uncomfortable? Make a that's, move. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And be, you're not going to probably out athlete TCU's defense. That three three five loaded linebackers, like you're not gonna out athlete. Yeah, do you though. understand how athletic you gotta be to run a three three five? Like that's a that, like you gotta be next level, dude. I, I think if I am if I'm Sonny Dykes, I am trying to get them into obvious down and distance situations. I'm trying to obviously second and long is a huge conversion for Georgia. But how where are you going to be if you are if you are TCU's defense? What are you going to give up on first down? Because I think that's a huge part of this conversation. Mm-hmm. If you are if you are able to put Georgia consistently in second and distance, you're living well. That's how you're going to beat Georgia tonight if you're TCU. You have got to have them in obvious down and distance situations because if you're second and eight, you're probably not trying to run the football there. Thanks. If you are, you know, if you're third and seven, eight, nine, ten. You're not running the football there. If you are, if you're in situations where TCU can get after the quarterback a little bit and make Stetson move, that's going to lower their ability to get off the top on you, so that you can get the ball back. And as the number one explosive offense in the country, TCU needs to possess the ball as long as they can. Now, what does that mean? That means that TCU's got to be very good on first down. Yeah, you can just watch TCU's offense. What is their first down production like? Because I think that's going to be a huge determining factor in this game. Yeah. The more chances you give Max Duggan, the more likely it is that he and Johnson are going to, are going to connect on big plays. Y'all that's, feel me? That's going to be a critical part of this win for TCU. If it's a win, they're going to have to convert on first down. They're going to have to be in second and, and manageable, second and five or less. They're going to have to have that to even have a chance to win this game. Can TCU do that? Yeah, they can. Because they also run the ball well. They have explosive offense. So they should conceivably be able to have a little more space to run the ball, especially on second down. And does Sonny Dykes have the balls to run the, the, the ball on second and eight, second and nine? Mm-hmm. Or does he get nervous and want to be more aggressive? Like, what does that look like for TCU? And I think that's going to go a long way to, to determine the outcome of this game. Yeah, 100% agree with you, man. I think that... Running the football just as a, you know, just in a, in a thousand foot view, running the football has always been a big factor in whether you win or lose a game. Because if you can run it successfully, you're managing the clock, you're possessing the football, you're keeping it away from the other team. Like it just helps you in so many different ways. And I think, especially when you're a big play offense and you rely on hitting the home run so much, if you're TCU, being able to run the, the football and getting those linebackers to press up to the line of scrimmage a little more. Uh, in play action and like you need that you need that recipe that is what that is how you beat a great defense you run the football early you grind them down well and then you drop play action but what did ohio state do to georgia ohio state didn't huddle a whole lot and ohio state had the quarterback moving around and that's another strategy you could play with pace here you could go like again I, i think if you're tcu this is sort of with all due respect to them 
this is sort of a no-lose situation. If you is. lose the game, you were supposed to lose. If you win the game, holy crap, you won the game, you're a hero. So I could. that's a great point. I could see them coming out and just going no huddle the first drive. I could see that. Well, but I also think that you have to do what you can do to put Bears Hall of Famer, um, the next Aaron Donald, the greatest defensive lineman we've ever seen in the history of the National Football League, Jalen Carter, in a position where – He's got to earn those. He's got to earn those those reps. He's yeah. got to. He's going to be in. Is he in? Is he in physical condition enough to run up and down the field? Is he in physical condition enough to play 13, 14 snap drives? Because mm-hmm. that's how you beat Georgia. Because there's no question based on who Tennessee's played this year. This is the fastest, the most physical, and the most talented defensive front that TCU is going to see. And there's just no doubt about that. And I'm not saying that Georgia's defense is what they were last year because they certainly are not. But they are the the most athletic, the most physical, the most talented defense that TCU's seen. Yeah. And Jalen Carter is the single best defensive player that TCU has seen. And the question is, when you get somebody that is uh, an NFL Hall of Famer, when you get somebody that's as good and as talented and as dynamic as Jalen Carter is going to be for the Chicago Bears, the question is, what does TCU do to combat that? Let's settle this right now. What? The What's Chicago the Bears. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Carter is going to be the greatest defensive lineman in the history what of the What the Chicago fuck are you talking about? The Chicago Bears. I mean, he is going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He's going to wear a jacket. I mean, I don't remember who William Perry is, but Jalen Carter is better. It's probably different than what you're thinking, though. I don't know... Who, I don't think Aaron Donald was ever very good, but Jalen Carter's better. And that's how I look at it. You know... I mean, this is what it is right now. Okay. So. Okay. 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 By the way, did you guys see that the Bears got the first pick in the draft? They, they I, I kid you not. The Bears got the first pick in the draft. Justin Fields. And immediately what people are like, oh, what jersey do you want to wear? They're drafting a quarterback. <coughs> they're drafting a quarterback. <coughs> Bro, the Bears are not drafting a quarterback. They're, they're, they're not drafting a quarterback. They are drafting defense and they are going to trade out of that number one spot yes, because yes, yes. somebody it's going to want to draft a quarterback and hey give me give me your entire draft so that you can go and make some probably huge mistake up there the p2 effect is definitely the real deal go get it but i'm telling you and don't say i didn't warn you jalen carter is going to be the greatest defensive tackle that has ever been a bust in the <coughs> nfl <coughs> Because as soon as the Bears draft him, he becomes a bust. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Kanai Johnson says, I'm at my daughter's dance re- recital listening to the Monty Show. Dedicated. That's my guy my right guy. there. That's my guy. My guy. That is my guy. My guy. Let's go. Uh, Blake Phillips says, I will. California or Arizona. Let's go, Blake. Get it done, buddy. Good luck with that. Dude, Blake, you really, like, dude, you should really get in the members thing because we're going to do something and we should talk and you just, you should. Just trust me. You should. You should. Everybody should be a member. You should. Everybody. Everybody should be a member. That's what I'm saying. Uh, But I appreciate everybody who listens to this show on a daily basis. Uh, Jeremy says, the thing that scares me about TCU is they turn the ball over a lot in the Michigan game. Georgia will feast on turnovers because they do not turn the ball over. They do not. And I think we saw against Ohio State, Stetson got hit a couple of times and did not put the ball on the ground. And I think that's a that's a big one. LFG says SEC fatigue, and now Georgia will get that superstar 
uh, high school football tight end prospect from the Phoenix area. Well, listen. Program. Georgia's earned it. Kirby Smart and Georgia. 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 They're very good. They are very good. What I just said. Yeah, they are. I'm telling you. Uh, LFG says TCU's only prayer versus Georgia. Finish what Mizzou started. No, probably not. This, this is probably not. Uh, Jaron Eccles says, I don't think I care about who wins. I just want it to be a good high-scoring game. Both semifinal games were great games to watch. I agree with that. Facts. I agree with that. LFG says, Monty, uh, re-TCU's only chance to win. Facts. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Like fax machine, F-A-X. Uh, Nick Hines, who's a member of the show, says, I want TCU to win, but man, Joe is just so good. I don't... I mean, look, I love Sonny Dykes as a person. I've had the great opportunity to interview him a million times, and he's awesome. But I'm just, I'm just telling you now, with, with all due respect, mm-hmm. he's not winning this game. Sonny, my guy. And, and I, I would like nothing more than to shove a national championship of George Klayovkov's keister. Mm-hmm. There would be nothing That's more gratifying day. than that. Nothing. But you're that's not happening. Georgia's winning back-to-back national yeah. championships. Yeah, come on. That's who we come are. On. Oh, hey, hey. Look at our newest member, Talking with Raphael Podcast. Atta My boy. guy. Boy. Let's go. Appreciate you, man. Make sure you subscribe to Raphael's podcast as well. Raphael, a new dad on the show. Yes. A good friend of the program. Right. And now he's in the exclusive member group. Let's go. And Raphael, that means he'll get in a, you'll get an exclusive uh, video every day if you don't know what membership is. Um, all 107 of you should join the membership. That would be amazing. It's $9.99 a month. That means every single day on this show, you get an exclusive video just for you. Um, also, it means you get access to our exclusive Monty Show membership uh, Instagram group, where tonight during the game, I guarantee you, we'll all be chopping it up on Instagram throwing gifts all over the place, insulting Jake's sex life. Like, it's amazing right? what right. goes really on did. in the members-only Instagram group. It is a lot of fun. But it also means, like today after the show, you're going to get early exclusive access to all of our promotions. Uh, one of our members uh, today is going to win first access to our big event that's coming up we're going to talk about. And, oh, by the way, if you're a member of our exclusive club, you're going to know about that first today. Uh, it means that... When we drop Monty Show merch, which also is coming, we were designing yes. some of that this weekend. Uh, you're going to have first access to it at a discount. Um, it means when we give things away, we always have exclusive giveaways for the the uh, membership group. So when you join the channel, you're not just handing over $9.99 a month. You're getting a lot of access to a lot of different things. Membership has been a boom for the show. We just started on Thursday. Hook it up. Join the membership, my friends, because I think it'll make a big difference for you. Welcome to Raphael, who is our newest member of the show. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Oh, and then Ken Williams. What's up? Let's go, Ken. What's up, Kenny? Let's go. Ken Williams, now a member of the Monty Show exclusive. If you would like to be in the Instagram group, because I know we've had a couple of people, you know, say, hey, you know, maybe that's not my spice life. And that's totally fine. We're good with that. But if you do want to be in the Instagram group and you do want to chat offline and you do want to have those conversations, you need to DM me, SLC Jake on Instagram, and I will get you added. And I usually do that after the show. Let's go. Uh, Nick Hines says, Kurt Myers, yep, roll tied all the way to the Sugar Bowl. Neat. <laughs> Man, the SEC hate is real. Yes. Uh, then you got brother says, member hype. Yeah, let's go. We you always hype up our brother? members. 
Get yeah, in, dude. Let's go. We always hype up our members. I'd love to see you in there. Uh, Jaron Eccles says, hey, Raphael. Exactly right. About. Let's That's go. I'm talking about, dude. Uh, Tanner says, hey, so I'm going to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch the national championship with my in-laws. I haven't been in years. What do you recommend I get? Side note, I don't like spicy food. Uh, I recommend that you don't go to Buffalo Wild Wings, that you get your own wings and you smoke them on a Traeger. That's exactly right, because all of our college football talk on this show is presented by our good friends uh, at Barbecue Pit Stop. Get to any of their five locations, Logan, Leighton, Lehigh, St. GZ, and of course our friends up in Murray in Salt Lake City. Uh, love those guys. All of our college football talk this entire season presented by Barbecue Pit Stop. They've been great uh, from hosting us in Lehigh for the BYU-Oregon. Uh, Do we call that a game? It was a watch party. It was, okay. yeah. It was um, um, mm, scrimmage. Mm, um, um, all the way through the season, they've just done such a good job of you know, supporting this show. The best part about uh, Barbecue Pit Stop, you know you're getting the best equipment, the Traeger. The big green egg, the yoder, no matter what. But you also get the best spices, rubs, sauces, anything you need to be a pit master, they've got it at Barbecue Pit Stop. But you're also getting their expertise because they're just good dudes. And and again, whether it's Logan, Layton, Lehigh, St. George, Murray, it doesn't matter. They're all just really good dudes. They're all individual entrepreneurs. They're all franchised. Um, they work hard. They give you great service. You can chat with them online at bbqpitstop.com. They're just amazing guys. And so when you're throwing down a Papa Murphy's pizza, throw it on the Traeger. Because I'm telling you, I'm a Traeger guy all the way, 100%. Ironwood 885 sitting in my yes. backyard right now. Where did I get it? I got it at Barbecue Pit Stop. Where did I get the cover? I got it at Barbecue Pit Stop. Yes. Where do I get all the supplies I need to be a smoking king at Barbecue Pit Stop? Yes. Barbecue Pit Stop. Dot com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Uh, T. Lawrence uh, Gragston, Gragston says TCU will cover the plus 12 and a half. Agreed. I agree with that. Agreed. Sir. I agree. Totally agree, T. Lawrence. I think they're covering. Uh, member hype. Whoop, whoop. That's exactly right. Uh, Nick Hines says, Giggity. Oh, my. That's fantastic. Tanner, you're awesome, man. Let's see. Um, let's see. Giggity told Tanner to get soaked spicy food in ranch. Yeah, it chills it out. Tanner, Tanner we, will, we will discuss wings in the member group. How about that? Yeah, let, we'll discuss wings in the members in the member. Yeah, group. you're going to you're going to be dubs. Okay, look, we all we all make mistakes. Uh, Tanner says, uh, I know TCU will win. Okay, Dale Donut says, I might be a member by the end of the day if you say the Blackhawks suck. Just kidding. No, look, Dale Donuts. Well, let's be honest. The Blackhawks do suck. It's true. They do. Right and now, they're It terrible. really pisses me off they're that terrible. we're literally discussing trading 88. That pisses me off. Yeah, that's going to be a tough day. That's going to be a tough day. There is no there is no question about that. That is going to be a tough it's day. It's upsetting. Uh, let's see. Do the Bears uh, take VW with the first pick? It's a McCaskey's after all. Well, my guess is the Bears will draft <laughs> Scoot Henderson. <laughs> Please, Virginia. Look, Virginia. Virginia McCaskey is on the clock in life because she's 100 years old and she's not dead. Uh, she just had a birthday. I don't remember how old she is. She's in her 90s. But the point is, listen, Kevin Warren, the commissioner of the Big Ten, is likely to be the next president of the Chicago Bears. Right. If that happens, that's a great first step. There's only one thing to do with the first pick in the NFL draft. Trade it. What I just say? How many teams are quarterback thirsty? 
a ton. I I mean, it, it, look, what are we even talking about? Hello, I, we are not available now. I, I mean, the please ba- leave your name and phone number after the beep. Hi, it's Virginia McCaskey. Leave me a message. She won't call you back. So, I mean, if you look at the if you look at the the names in this draft, the Bears are not one of those um, that are chasing a, a quarterback. And you 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 start looking at at so, the yes. Are ahead. you a Justin Fields guy? Do you like Buddy? Right now, I don't think you, you have a choice. Mm-hmm. You have to like Buddy, but. I'm more of a Houston Texans fan. I'm more of a Houston Texans fan because they don't have a quarterback and Bryce Young's a great fit there. Let them trade up and draft Bryce Young. You know, if if, if you look at the, the Indianapolis Colts, how much are the Indianapolis Colts willing to give to get from four to one to have a quarterback? Oh, I think if you're the Colts, you need to do that. You need to. Right. Because I would, I think being able to guarantee Bryce Young Instead of C.J. Stroud is a huge improvement. If you're the the let me let me, and let me the Oakland Los Angeles Oakland Las Vegas Raiders, <coughs> and you just essentially ostracized Derek Carr, right? How much are you willing to get up from number seven to number one to draft whoever your slice of heaven is, Bryce Young, let's say? Yeah. And if you are the Houston Texans, are you willing to outbid? Are you willing to outbid Las Vegas and Indianapolis for the number one pick in the draft? Those are the questions the Chicago Bears should be asking right now. Yeah. Because you don't need a quarterback. Justin Fields is more than fine. In my opinion, Jalen Carter, the next Hall of Famer, the god darn dude is 6'3", 300 pounds, and he's one of the most agile and athletic defenders in this draft. Yes, yes, yes. There's nothing to talk about. Yeah. Jalen Carter is going to be wearing the Chicago Bears uniform next year. Yeah. And when they play on a manure-infested football field on top of a former racetrack, he'll be wearing the, the uniform. Because it's garbage. How much are you going to get for the number one pick? That's all the Chicago Bears should be talking about. Yeah. That's it. I, I, I mean, because you look down this draft. I mean, Indianapolis, certainly. Are, are you telling me right now that Geno Smith is the future quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts? Or the, uh, excuse me, Seattle Seahawks? Yeah, I think right now you are. Yeah. Are, are the Detroit Lions married to Jared Goff? Yes, absolutely. Oh, come on. What do you mean, come on? He just took them, like, damn near to the playoffs. Look at the look at the Atlanta Falcons. You don't need a quarterback there? Yeah, you do. Are you kidding me? Or look at the look at the, the flipping Carolina Panthers at nine. You need a quarterback yeah, there? Yeah, I mean, I think if you're any of these teams that are suffering from not having a quarterback, you got to go after Bryce Young. You just do. Where are you at on the Jets at 13? I mean, are you yeah, going to dedicate I, another entire draft plus some to get a quarterback? Probably not, right? I mean, I, I but like I, the Jets. The Jets. We're looking at this the draft order here. Mm-hmm. It's projected the Jets are going to take Anthony Richardson. It, that would be the most Jet pick I've ever seen in my life. If you know, if I've seen one before, like that is classic New York Jets. You know, one name you can watch tonight is Keely Ringo, the corner from Georgia. How good is Keely Ringo? Because I think this is, a, this is a huge question. Because you start looking at some of these guys. Keely Ringo's a guy that could easily go number eight to Atlanta. I think Keely Ringo's a guy that could pretty easily go 14th to New England, although I think New England is thirsty for tackles. I could see Keely Ringo. could Washington, you're telling me the commanders don't need a quarterback? Like, look at all these teams that need quarterbacks. Yeah. I, you know the one team that doesn't, by the way? Pickens... And Pickett, I think they're done in, in Pittsburgh. There's so nothing else to talk about. Straight. 
that team's got to go draft defense. But I, I can go up and down this draft order. Yeah, there's and there quarterback are, needs, dude. There are very few teams that don't need a quarterback. Yeah. And by the way, if you if you do not take Bryce Young, I will punch you in the face. If you are the if you trade up and you do not draft Bryce Young number one, I'm punching you in the face. And his name is John Cena. I, but I'm serious, man. Like I'm see I don't see you, man. You didn't take Bryce Young, I don't uh. see you. <laughs> the Houston Texans should do everything they can do to get Bryce Young. Yeah, I agree. I don't know what it will take, but you, you've got to do that. You've got to do that. Uh, Dale Donut says, FYI, Barbecue Pit Stop is closing their St. George location. Oh, are they really? I don't know. I wasn't aware of that. I don't know if that's true or not, but you should go there and tell them that you heard about yeah, them on the Can I get Jaron Eccles' comment right here, right below where you are? Jake, that transition was easily top three all time. Yeah, the transition to the barbecue pit stop read we just did, that was that was some of our best work. That was me. No, that was us. No, that was me. You know. Uh, LFG says St. Jeezy, Utah, where the Grand Canyon mules spend winters as snow burrows. Well. Okay, we didn't have to make it personal. Uh, this ownership is the Bears suck. I agree. Trade down. Have to trade down. Have to trade down. Justin Solace, there have been studies done and all of the data shows you should almost always trade out of the first round. Well, if you're the Bears, you don't have a choice but to trade now. Yeah, I, I don't know that uh, I'm I mean, trading all out honesty, of the first round. In all honesty, but... you got to trade You got to trade down. Yeah. You got to trade down. By the way, uh, we've had over 1,000 views of this program and we're only at 73 likes. If you guys could all hit the like button, that program. would be tremendous. Yeah. That would be tremendous. Uh, Washington needs a QB, too. They do. They need to sell the team. SA says Jets will trade up to draft a QB. It can't be Anthony Richardson. Uh, Arlington Bears says, guys, guys, hey guys, guys. Stop it. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Chris, why do you say hurtful things? That the Chicago Bears had moved to Arlington Heights, Illinois, is a disgrace. Guys, 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 renderings are out of the new Soldier Field at Arlington. It looks good coming down the stretch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to be excited about that. I'm just, I'm, I'm just not. I am a, a Chicago guy through and through. Mm -hmm. That team should play on the lakefront. It's a football team, and I am not going to get lake effect snow in Manure Town. Yeah. It's not good, dude. It's like, a what joke. What are we even talking about? It's an absolute joke. I, I just don't even. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, brother says the question is if, if I'm the giants, what type of draft do the giants need? Well, I don't think the, I think the questions about Daniel Jones are over, right? Yeah. Do we, do we agree? I, agree. I mean, yeah, Daniel, I Daniel Jones is in my opinion, he's your guy. I think they need weapons for him. And I know a lot of people are projecting them at tight end. You're not going tight end. You're not going tight end. I mean, and there's the guy I would probably pick Jalen Hyatt. I mean, I would go weapon. I would go weapon. The problem is there's so much defense in this draft. I mean, it's, it is it is crazy to me. I would either go weapon or offensive line. You know, I've seen BYU's Blake Freeland linked to them, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I think having a beefy offensive line has always helped. I, I think it's never wrong to have great protection. I mean, I think I could see the Giants trading up for Jackson Smith and Jigba. I could absolutely see that happening. Um I would go weapon or offensive line. Yeah. Because defensively, I think they're already stacked. I mean, I just, they just need to play reps. They need to get fooled by offensive. You know, LFG says, no, the Lions need a future QB1. I mean, I, I think it is, I, I don't think there's any doubt that Jared Goff is their quarterback. Yeah. But this is the Aaron Rodgers conversation. 
if they had somebody better than Jordan Love behind Aaron Rodgers, would he still be there? Yeah, I think so. No, I don't think he would. Well. I don't think he would. I, 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 in my opinion is, is that Aaron Rodgers. Well, I just think that Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur have not had the best relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think when you start getting into Aaron Rodgers, at what point do you start pointing the finger at him? And we've talked about this a lot. Yeah, I mean, at, I mean, nice. Well, at what point do Packer fans start recognizing that Aaron Rodgers has been a bigger part of the problem than not? At what point do we start talking about the fact that Aaron Rodgers regularly gets his team to the NFC Championship game at Lambeau Field and chokes? At what point do we start talking about the <laughs> fact that you had the Detroit Lions at home last night and you choked? How does that happen? And we could talk about defensive issues, fine. We could talk about Bakhtiari, fine. We could talk about no wide receiver talent, fine. You had wide receivers. You had plenty of running game. Aaron Rodgers didn't get the job done. And by the way, he's not a great leader. I'm tired of hearing about how Aaron's this great leader. Tell me how great leaders constantly choke on a D in the NFC Championship (coughs) game. Tell me how great leaders constantly lose big games at home Point to me a guy who's lost as many big games of consequence at home as Aaron Rodgers. He had this great comeback story. We talked about it last week on the show. How proper of Aaron Rodgers to lose yesterday against the Detroit Lions because you choked on a D again. You got beat at home against Detroit on Sunday night football in the cold weather at home, and you could not win that game. At some point, it's not the defense, it's not the coaching, it's not Fathead McCarthy, it's not Bakhtiari, it's not the guy who supposedly you had no weapons, it's not Cobb's fault. Aaron, it's your fault. Sorry, folks, that's what it is. Go to Hawaii, bang porn stars and movie stars, drink your ayahuasca, and never be heard from again. Yeah, I've been in the eyes. You're overrated. You're overrated. That's the bottom line on Aaron Rodgers. You're not some legendary, unbelievable quarterback. You're not Brett Favre. You're never going to be Brett Favre, so go wear another uniform. If you want to win a a Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers won't be the quarterback to take you there. (laughs) That's the bottom line. One in 15 years, when you've had elite talent in Green Bay and you've had a team that spent money, it's their fault. It's his fault. It's the wide receiver's fault. The beer vendor's out out of nickels to make change. We can't win a game. Okay. At what point do we start saying that Aaron Rodgers is the problem? Okay, I feel better. And by the way, I would like to say congratulations on owning the Chicago Bears, Aaron. You had the same season they had. (laughs) You had the same season they had. You dick. How about that? Like, oh, I own this town. Okay, Where cool. Where is A-A-Ron right now? Cool. From what I understand, your schedule just opened up. How about we go play some golf? Because you're not busy with football. Take that, you clap-having Jezebel. Jerk. I feel Fucking better. A. I feel like I've exercised some demons. Uh, Greg Hawkins says Daniel Jones is our guy. Ooh, you're a Giants fan. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Tom's like, get him, Monty. I'm trying. <laughs> trying. Uh, Justin Solis, who's a member of the program. Says, as I've said many times before, Aaron Rodgers has been an amazing QB when it comes to physical attributes. But when it comes down to the mental game, he's not that guy, pal. He's not that guy. He's not that guy. Yeah. Kurt Meyer says, violence on the Monty show. Damn right. (laughs) Damn right. (laughs) Jared says, what does Miami do about the quarterback position this summer? Should Tua be done? Well, if Tua knows what's good for him, he'd retire tomorrow. But I keep saying this. How many of these teams, look at Mac Jones. 
Is it Mac Jones or is it the Patriots? Bill Belichick this morning breaking on ESPN. Adam Schefter. Shefty. The Sheftonator says that uh, Bill Belichick's back. 71-year-old Bill Belichick will be back as the head coach and general manager, essentially, of the used-to-be Titan, amazing, behemoth, New England Patriots. <laughs> but now what? What are you? Because I don't think it's Mac Jones. I think it's Bill Belichick that's the I problem. Agree. I think Bill Belichick's standing in the way. Because it's garbage. You know, Dayball is our coach, Brian Dayball, and he's done a great job. Arguably the coach of the year. Uh, Tanner says, Monty, do you remember the fog bowl? Tanner? <laughs> See, and Tanner, I cut you some slack Buddy yesterday. Buddy brought up the fog bowl. <laughs> I, cut, I cut Tanner some slack yesterday. I was thinking about my guy hey guys. this time hey guys. walking through Costco. But there was a, we, we walk into Costco yesterday at Mountain View Village, me and Mrs. Monty. Right. We're walking in and Darkwing Duck says, hey, look over there. There's Tanner Plummer. Oh. I was like, oh man, where's my dude? And she's like, no, the truck. And it's one of those big old Ram quad cab diesel sucking dooleys. <laughs> it's got like a work rack on the back. Like one of those big four post work racks. Do you even live? On the side, there's this this rack of stuff where you can hang things. There's only one thing hanging on it. Mounted on it. A super soaker squirt gun. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. dilly. My wife said, you got to take a picture of that and put it in the Monty Show group. I said, nah, bro. Not today. Not today. It is the Lord's day. It is the Sabbath. And Tanner deserves a pass. Okay, that's enough. Stop, please. Then you show up in here talking about the fog bowl. Hey, man. Please. Hey, hey, bro. Hey, 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 bro. Do you guys remember the, the fog, fog bowl? bowl. <laughs> hey, guys. What do I you love mean? you, Tanner. What do you, what do you mean, dude? dude I you remember are the awesome. fog bowl. <laughs> You're awesome, bro. Yes, I remember the fog bowl. Me? Brandon Butler says, I was at the fog bowl, Tanner. It was frustrating. Yeah, how'd, how'd you like watching that game? Oh, wait. You didn't See watch what he did that there? game. How'd you like watching it? Because you couldn't watch it because of the fog. Richard McDonald, a member of the show, says, other than the vaccine stuff, why do people hate Aaron Rodgers? Am I missing something? Yeah, yeah because he's a loser. Uh, well, he doesn't. Let, let's count. Let's the settle this right now. Do you want fans or do you want to know why his family, quite literally Aaron's family, hates him? Um, Aaron Rodgers is just a dick. He's not a nice guy. He's just not a nice guy. He's not that guy that you want to hang out with. He's not well, that sir. guy where you're like, oh, hey, it's Aaron. Let's go grab a beer. Nah, bro. He's busy sipping ayahuasca. Right. He's not that guy. He's just that guy. Texas me. He's just that guy. And it's like, why, man? Why? Why? Oh, look at that. New member, David Humes, joins the show. David. Let's go, Welcome David. Welcome in. That a boy. Welcome in. David it. now has access uh, to all of our exclusive uh, Monty Show uh, member perks, including a free exclusive video every single day. And again, today in less than an hour now, yeah, one of the people in our exclusive members only group will have one access to a massive event that we're doing. And wait till you hear the details. Wait. Oh. Yeah. You think the Fog Bowl was a big deal? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I cannot wait. You also get uh, exclusive access to our Instagram members-only group. 
uh, where we chat and talk up uh, football, basketball, you name it. We talk a lot about it. David, make sure that you DM uh, the cowboy Jake over here, SLC Jake on Instagram. I don't know why I called you a cowboy. That's fine. Uh, Jake is the guy. Uh, so make sure you hit that up. SLC Jake, he'll put you in the group. Appreciate you, uh, David, being a member of the group. He's got a Dolphins jersey on. There you go. I like it, David. David, are you a Tua guy or not a Tua guy? What's the deal? Good to see you. Uh, brother says, John Cena, are you sure about that, Monty? Positive. Positive. And his name is John Cena. <laughs> I just love it so much. It hits every time. <laughs> Salty drunks, Drunk says, boiler bag shaking my head. Dude, that's, that's some of your best material. I'll give you that. Yeah. LFG says, the Fog Bowl screwed Byron Evans, the hardest hitting linebacker in the history. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Uh, plus member hype. Whoop, whoop. That's right. David Hume says, let's go. Uh, Tanner says, I've seen tape at LFG. Byron Evans was a beast. No, he wasn't. Uh, post a link, Jake. To what? To what? What would you like a link to? To your Instagram? I think all you have to do is go just on literally Instagram. Just and, go on Instagram and search SLC And type Jake. in SLC Jake. It'll and they'll right look up. it up. Uh, David says, two is average, just good enough to make the Dolphins not move on from him. Oh, man, that hurts. Great take. Wow, did he really? Gareth Bale. Yes, he did. It Gareth Bale across, retired? Yeah. yeah. Yep. He had a huge impact on LAFC this year. Yeah, he retired. Wow, no kidding. That's crazy. That is crazy. Ken Williams says, yes, I need a link to Instagram. Uh, it literally go to Instagram. You can't really like, you, you can't, it's not really how Instagram works. You don't like link to it. You just go on and do you have an Instagram Ken? Yeah. Do you have Instagram? I don't know if you do or not. Just search SLC Jake. Wow. Gareth Bale retired. Yeah. That's pretty cray cray. All right. Uh, make sure that you guys, uh, give us a thumbs up on this video. Please hit the like button. Uh, again, we're approaching well over a thousand. We're only at 77. Uh, so it'd be amazing if you guys would go ahead and uh, hit the like button today. That would be awesome. All right, a couple of non-sports stories because we got to get out of here on time today. Um, let's talk about nutrition. Yeah. Because I think one of the interesting things has been we've kind of changed up the nutritional game on this show. And yeah, I am, we have an official chicken sandwich on the Monty Show. You're right. Yeah, our good friends at uh, Super Chicks, the official chicken sandwich. Um, how do you guys eat? Like, what is your nutritional thing? Because I've gotten into this habit with the show now where I unintentionally inter intermittently fast. Right. Unintentionally. Like, I don't eat until 1 o'clock usually, 1 or 2 o'clock. And then generally, I don't eat after 6 or 7. And then I go to bed and I wake up and I'll have a monster or like I drink a bunch of water so I have to pee at 8.50 every day. Um, you know, like I just, I just, that's how I've, what I've done. How do you guys eat? Because it's actually really trimmed me up. I, I weighed myself yesterday morning over the holidays. I gained four pounds. I'm down. I've lost two more of that. So now my holiday glut is down to two pounds gained. Yeah. I think that, I think that this whole intermittent fasting concept is, is crazy. See, my guy's got to pee. See, like what? See, if you had to pee, why did you bring up another food topic? We, we could have saved it. I'm dumb. Yeah, we could have But how it. do you guys eat? Seriously, I want to. I, I would love to get into this a little bit. Uh, Ken Williams says, "I've lost fifty-two pounds in six months." My guy, let's there go. You go. Let's go. Let's go. That's awesome. Um, you know, like I, I think it's. I think it's pretty remarkable that we're able to do that. 
The difference, though, is you have to have some discipline. Right. And that, I think, is the most difficult thing when it comes to weight loss is I think we all lack discipline. Yeah, I think the tough part is is that you 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 find yourself in a spot where when you're you got to get into the rhythm so it's like it takes a week you have to force yourself to do what you don't want to do for a week or two to kind of get into that yes. rhythm and once you have the rhythm then you're in a really good place and if you combine being in the schedule and being in the rhythm with eating right you'll be in a good spot okay the rhythm have, is gonna like, get you do, okay do no that's glorious it's Gloria stefan in the uh, miami sound machine you can't pee all over the floor dude that's not gonna work so. i'm not gonna yeah i do I generally, I really think intermittent fasting works for me. Yeah. And I think I'm sticking with it. And I'm telling you, I'm very rhythm about my day. Like I take my carnitine, my liquid carnitine at night and in the morning. I take my vitamins at night and in the morning. Yeah. It's very good. So. All right. If you're a member on this show, and you should be, I got to go, man. I got to go. You know. Uh, you should join the membership in about 30 minutes. We're going to post a member exclusive on the show. Make sure you hook it up. All of our members, God bless you. We love you. This show is presented by the Advocates. UtahAdvocates.com. Caddy's got peace, so we got to go. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake. Not funny. <laughs> <laughs>